fun we're bringing the thunder we are thunder flesh and blood down under special guest today oh, very special he's back i've had him on my channel before the champ is here <laughs> nick butcher strain champion mm-hmm. the leader of team dragon shield can we call you that this thing oh <laughs> no definitely not. by the way i've had a like a real good look at this trophy it's very nice it's heavy it's heavy it's like 3D inside. It's mm. hard to see on camera. It's cool. Uh, so, Nick, first of all, I'm very fucking happy you won. Why is that? Not that I've, I just, I'm rooting for you. That's we had an interview, uh, a chat, 7th of January. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. And my title for the video was Future Australian Champ. All right. It just took a while. Yeah. But you, you called it. You wanted to be and you did it. Yeah. Well, Got to believe in yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> But I do have a question for you. All right. Why the fuck did you ban me from the Oceanic Trade page? Whoa! <laughs> did I? Yeah, you that did. was great. You did. There was so much drama. I think I, I was advertising my channel. I don't think so. Who was it? Maybe it was Jordan. I don't know. You can check chat logs. You I'm can check Edwin logs. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I also just don't care. So. I, the, first, the first impression I had of you was that you banned me because you were one of the admins. And I had to run around and get myself unbanned. I don't know who banned me, by the way. Okay. I was hoping to get a reaction. <laughs> yeah, so was I. Nick played that very cool card. Well, maybe collected. it wasn't him. Maybe, maybe I got to keep digging. I got to keep digging. I mean, I'm sure. I think there's chat. I think there's logs. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. So, I, I'm an admin now. That's the funny thing. I there can you go. Have a look. Um, Paul, question one for the champ. Oh, I got a root. First off, congrats, <laughs> mate. Thank you. Well done. Well done. I loved. Um, you know, I like it when. Um, you know, certain people win, especially when I see um, a reaction or I see salt induced from others. I'm not saying people got salty because you won, but you know, I mean, I'm happy, happy if they did. I don't, I don't care. But, I don't but, care but, but you know, you'd be the first to admit that there have been times, perhaps, maybe where you've got unlucky or underperformed or something like that. Expectations were quite high, mm-hmm. and it must feel real good to just uh, to you know keep those uh, critics silent after this one. Yeah, I mean. The only opinion that really matters is my own. Yeah, okay. That's so, fair. you know, no one's more judgmental of my own play than myself. That you is are true. hard on yourself. That so is true. So why is um, Nick Butcher's worst enemy Nick Butcher? Because I have noticed that you go on tilt like none, no other. It's. I mean, I don't think it's tilt. I just think it's like disappointment in my own expectations of myself. That's why it's like people might get triggered in a way where if someone like makes a mistake, I'm like, oh man, that was just bad. He played bad, even if it was just one mistake. And that's just like, that's how I reflect on my own play. Mm. If I make one mistake, I just usually say I played awful. Mm. So like, it's like an extreme one way or the other. So I just always just how I Can do it on my own. Can you put your microphone in front of your mouth, by the way? So it's not, it's towards you. Your audio is low. My audio is low. Pointed at you. It's like, not, it's pointed at your nose, pointed at your mouth. What about that? No, no, down. That. Uh-huh. Is that better? Sorry, we're fixing it early. Sometimes we do the whole pod and then someone's like, oh, their audio is low. Anyway, sorry. I, I think people hear that though sometimes and think that you're reflecting on them. 
Because <laughs> you'd be like, oh, I played awful and that's why you won. And they're like, are you saying I'm bad? But oh, no, you're I actually say saying that you're to bad. someone. Yeah, no, 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 it's when people get that impression, I think. Um, but do you get annoyed when someone clearly worse than you, like myself? Not that I've beaten you before. You're one of the few that I haven't beaten. Um, but do, do you get annoyed when you know someone's clearly not as good as you at flesh and blood and they just get lucky and beat you? I mean, I don't think you can go into a card game and expect to always win. Like, if you, you accept that there's variance in anything, like mm. if you lose at chess, then you can be a bit upset that you lost someone worse than you because that's just mono skill. Mm. But in a card game, you kind of just have to deal with it. Have you on. always been good at games? Mm, I don't know. Like don't in know all games? Good. Like, like, okay, like, well, you're a national champion, so you're good at flesh and blood. But like, like whether it's been a card game or I'm not too sure what other games, have you always had a proclivity to playing games and it's talent? Mm, I, don't, I, I don't know. I just, just play. I don't really... But you have to be back- the best. I just play. But you have backgrounds in other games, like you. Yeah, I used stuff? to play like Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit, but like not. I didn't like grind out locals and test nonstop and all that kind of stuff like I would in Fab. But I did okay, I guess. For so why Fab playing. then? Uh, I don't know. I kind of just got into it when I f- I played the first calling in Sydney. Where it was like forty people. Mm. Welcome to Wraith Sealed. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to show up. I wanted to get a refund from Gamescube, but they wouldn't reply to my email because I, I just didn't know how to play. Yeah, I never, I didn't get to play, and I just signed up because other people that I knew signed up. And then I'm just like, oh, whatever. I'm, if I'm going to lose my money, I might as well go to the event and just get my packs and hopefully get a good card in the packs. And ended up making the top four. Whoa, nice. yeah. So you knew enough to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just like used skills from Yu-Gi-Oh! And like, so my deck was, my deck was pretty broken. You yeah. see what I put like, I had like snatches, just like a couple of snatches in my deck where Oof. no one knew, think, thought that card was good. But like coming from Yu-Gi-Oh! A card draws you a card's pretty good. What hero were you on? I think it was Warrior. Okay. Because I only knew what the Warrior cards did. So I had to force it because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had no choice. So you were like ending combos with with snatch and putting an arsenal yeah, in. Yeah, I mean it's pretty strong in draft and sealed yeah, on yeah. Dory. So people don't expect it. They're so. they're thinking weapon swings coming. Then you go snatch. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. So um, what? So last time we talked like about your fab performance would have been Nats one. Okay. I feel like you went crazy tear in CC there, but the draft was. Really not good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you change what you were doing between last Nats and this one? Not that. I don't know. I can answer that question. He sat downstream from me. That was the difference in Nats number two. <laughs> what when you, did, sit, what when did you, you feed sit, him? When you sit next to the Timmy and you're not on fire, you're guaranteed to get a good deck. Isn't that right, Mr. Butcher? <laughs> I mean, you've got to play to your, 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 your opponents, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So talk us through the what happened at Nats. All your rounds, like in, in, in a, yeah, in a okay. brief, like what happened? Um, my first two rounds are pretty cruisy, I guess, and constructed. I had two feature matches, which was, I mean, people can watch those mm. coincidentally. And then in the draft, uh, I sat next to um, Paul to my right, and then to his right was a player who said he's never drafted before, so I just assumed that he was also going to force fly. So yeah. I just took the most powerful card in the pack that wasn't a fire card, which is an Icelander card, and then. I got like a fourth pick Spellfire Cloak and a fifth pick Red Aether Ice Vein. So I just thought I was off to the races and then I ended up just dominating the pod. Not even none of my games were close yeah. in, in the pod. And then in the second pod, I also went, I also went Icelander because 
I, I don't know. I guess I just lean in. I guess I just leaned into it just the way the first pack worked and my strategy when I draft my pick one pack one yeah and then yeah so i started 8-0 which was nice mm. um pretty pretty easy run and then in the last round i burst um joel the guy who got second for the second time in draft uh nicest guy out there like it's unfortunate that um no one's gonna remember second place but i'll remember him as like the most the nicest guy in 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 all of fab to be honest like you know it is what it is. Is and that then, Joel Gibbons? Yeah, yeah, yeah he got yeah. second at, at Nationals. <clears throat> yeah, I remember it was a sick play. Like he, I have I have lethal because like he doesn't have enough Ash Wings to stop my combo. And then he, he Kylorys me, attacks me. I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll just take it. He draws a card and he draws red dust up. And then I'm just, then he has the arcane barrier to screw me over. <laughs> and then, yeah, I just lost. But yeah, it was all good. I, I, I think I made top cut automatically at that point. And then day two came around. I lost all three of my games in, in Swiss, in Constructed, which was quite something but then top cut came around yeah I, I didn't feel disheartened or anything i just changed up my strategy that i would against icelander and then got a win there fortunately and then yeah my other two games were were streamed so you, you can watch those yeah so it was philip mckay on icelander wasn't mm -hmm. it he beat you in swiss mm -hmm. yeah you won when it mattered yeah i <laughs> I, I don't know i, I don't really tested that much yeah and a lot of icelander testing i did do was probably against people who hadn't played that many games of the deck so it was kind of like fake testing but i changed up my strategy in top card and worked out a bit bit better do you think it was easy for you to shrug off those losses because you were already locked for top eight yeah i think so i think yeah. it's a lot i think it's a lot better that way because there's no real pressure on me mm. in that in that situation so i thought it was all good what were your three matches what heroes did you pair into for those last three rounds in the swiss all wizards. So it was Kano who turned. He he went first and opened Stir Forked, and then he blind Kano'd when I only had two resources floating. Blinded into Sonic Boom, and that Sonic Boom went into Larsen and Lava off the top, and then he uh, Striders Wildfire from Arsenal. So this was all just blind, and then all of a sudden I was just dead because he did everything blind off the top, and I just yeah, it is what it is. And then I lost to two Icelander decks after that, pretty convincingly, I'd say. So do you think Icelander's right up there, like really strong in the meta right now? Uh, yeah, I didn't play Heart of Ice, which is obviously incorrect. So I was lucky I kind of like got away with not having to yeah, run that it in the event. against the wizard matchup a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, because yeah. especially if the defense reacts. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you just force the, you force them to pick mm -hmm. with it. Like you force when they have to play yeah, before yeah. you commit resources, right? Yeah, That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's sick. Mm -hmm. So, are you set on Oldham for Worlds? No, not have, at all. That's right. Yeah, we were talking about this before, waiting yeah. for bands. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Crown gets banned in CC. I doubt it. I would like to see that, though. I think that Ben Select might. That'd be my, that'd yeah. be my pick. If, if Bry gets Does it legend. feel that strong? It's not about being strong. It's about, like, the identity, the identity of the deck revolves around Rampart and Crown of Seeds. And sure. if you kill Stalagmite, that means they're less incentivized to play cards like Red Glacial Footsteps, which actually doesn't punish you at all because it's just three fits it's just six cards or sorry six resources but 10 damage mm. and you can just stalagmite anytime they want to fight back when you want to play that type of game plan so if you can force Oldham to actually choose to have to play rampart then all of a sudden they're a bit less i don't see that dominant. happening yeah because it's also his like identity shield isn't it it's in the art yeah but <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know I, yeah. I don't think law should affect the gameplay no no i i would agree but I've never heard that take before. I trust you on it, though. 
Yeah, it's, it's so, so you're saying it would force older men to a certain play style. That's yeah, it will, yeah. It means you wouldn't have that much versatility because mm. like might crazy against Viserai and, and decks like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a frostbite on demand. Yeah, mm. really screws people. Well, two for the yeah. game length. Yeah. So I, lo- I lost to a Viz. I went to 26 health, turn zero. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Dom. He's great. He's newish to the game. Yeah, I think I played him round one. Yeah. yeah. And he ended up in this. This wasn't in Nationals, though. It was in Battle Hardened, but super unlucky. Just crazy. And he had the the crappy chest piece that you break for two resources, so he was able to crack it to do the turn. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Plays. <laughs> So what's the... Who is in Team Dragon Shield, for those who don't know? Yeah, it's me, Matt Rogers, and Tarek Patel. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Wasn't there another? Uh, Rob's like MIA sabbatical. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I hadn't... Yeah, that's right. I think people were... We didn't see him in Lil. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So who's the best player? Who's the worst? And who's the meat in the sandwich? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, I wouldn't know. I don't know how to answer that. I, I think... When you go into an event, you always have to believe you're the best player in the room mm. yourself. So, do you guys have a, a strict training regime? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> Is um, do you guys have different roles on the team? Not, not really. I mean, realistically, like they're the adults, and I'm the immature <laughs> kid who they have to yeah deal with. You're the <laughs> prodigy, huh? I don't know about that. Do you like? Because I've noticed not every team like plays the same deck. Like obviously, okay, yeah. you guys seem seem to grab like you make a deck and then you play yeah. it. Is that is the deck building and piloting all like equal with yeah, you guys? I, I mean, I don't think I, I think it was just like coincidence that we all played Dash at, at Pro Tour. Like okay. we could have easily all played something different. Like mm. me and Matt were playing Dash since like the ban list, I guess. I think it was a ban. There was a ban list. Stabby Hammers got banned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we went to Dash straight away, and then it felt really good. And then Tarek gravitated towards it because, yeah, it just happens that way. What made you go back to Oldham for the Nats instead of staying with Dash? Uh, Prism got banned. Okay. So, right. Oldham's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, that's just a no win situation, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. What do you think the meta looks like now? It, it, do you think it's been solved? Like, is this what we. I think it's mostly... Hard to expect. I think the top decks are Dromai, Oldham, Icelander, maybe Briar. Yeah. But, yeah, probably those four are the, the top decks I'd see the most. Dromai is an odd one. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to lose to it, and I lost twice on Dory. I'm like, whoa, I think people know how to play it. Yeah. Like, Quan Lee was my two losses mm-hmm. in CC, the only two losses. Yeah. Um, and... Is it one of those decks that when you play against someone that really knows how to pile oh, yeah. it, it's a massive he, difference? He did not like, like you know, I mean, an easy example is turn one, he went Red Rake, uh, Activate, Furnace, Make 3 Ash, Pass. Yeah. He did not give me Ash Wings to hit. Like, I don't think a lot of players at a casual level have that discipline, but he came in with a plan. I was watching your video. He had a plan. He's like, that's Dory. Um, Just make a bunch of Ash Wings. Well, no, he didn't make the Ash Wings, turn one. Because he didn't want to give me a counter too early. I think that was what he was yeah. thinking. But um, just played, blocked with everything, remembrance, good dragons out. And then the game ended. Like, I had a big life advantage. And then the game ended with him having four dragons, two Ash Wings out. Yeah. 
and I physically couldn't stop them because I didn't have enough go again left in the deck to yeah. clear them. Yeah. yeah, you're just fatigued out, really. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think if I had a couple of extra cards in the deck, I might have had a chance. But mm-hmm. I was running tight. Like I think it was 61 cards, and there's no way to beat that deck yeah, yeah. on 61. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't feel like I had a chance. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Does it beat Oldham though? What? Dromo. I mean, it could. I, I'm not. I'm not too sure because I'm not too familiar with it mm. in that matchup. I haven't played like that many games. Okay. So yeah. I want to talk about your thoughts on how Flesh and Blood organised plays progressing because you mentioned you've been <clears throat> to the first calling, right? 40 people. Mm-hmm. Now we're coming up to the three-year anniversary mm-hmm. and we're about to have the very first Worlds event. Okay. Did you think at the start when you sort of got shown this game and you're like, eh, I'm in an R-ing, did you think within three years we were going to get to this point like Pro Tours, Legitimate Worlds, huge cash prizes, sponsorships? Did you see that? No, not really. I mean, I, I, I was told that the first Worlds, there was going to be a World Championship and that you top a calling, you get an invite to the World Championships. But like, I, don't know, I didn't really think any, anything of it. Mm. I just like, I mean, back then, gold tunings were like $700 or $600 or something like that. So now it shows how far the game's come since then, I which wish. is kind of cool. <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I, that's one thing that I just can't get my head around, like how successfully this um, behemoth organized play system for such a young game to roll out. Um, yeah. And I just expect more people to be coming on board the more they lean into that, you know, um, really robust OP system. And what do you think about the regions of the world? Do you think NZ has, I guess, not much to offer. That's not what I'm looking at. But do we can we represent those top tables in these big tournaments anymore and push into those top eights? Or do you see it predominantly taken up by the Europeans, North Americans, and now potentially even the Japanese once they come online? Uh, I think as the game grows, Australia and New Zealand will fade out a lot worse be just because exposure's not quite there. We're not going to have the same amount of big events and then people aren't going to take it as seriously or professionally mm. in a way. So, uh, yeah, eventually. It, it's maybe it's happening now. I, I don't know. But eventually the average player will end up getting better in those countries because mm. they're going to... travel to 10 callings more, a year yeah, or whatever. They're going to be more incentivized to play more and grind it out. I so. think that's fixable here if, if we end up with enough... Like, I don't know what your Dragon Shield sponsorship looks like, but if you have sponsors that will actually get you to those events or you can go spend three months in the US and grind, like, yeah, you know what I mean? It, well, something I did want to talk about is a couple of things I want to touch on. One is the how shit the, the Nationals was. <laughs> but, um, and your opinion on it as a player. But uh, Flesh and Blood Online, Talishar.net. Yep. It, it, that's given me another... 10 hours a week to play where yeah. it's not armories where I think some people are complaining like the level of play on Talashar is is lower but I feel like armories are lower than Talashar online because mm-hmm. at least Talashar I can do five games in a row yeah Um. What are you testing on there do you use it I've played like three games okay on there what's your main method if you if you got to practice with Matt Rogers who's in a different country what are you doing Uh, it was TTS but back then I haven't played since that new website came out. So okay. it used to be TTS. Okay. But yeah. So not webcam? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, Paul, what do you think about? I think it's good. I think it's really good. I think there's a lot of bad takes out there. <clears throat> For the most part, I think people are pretty positive on it. But um, 
uh, I can't talk much on copyright laws and things like that. Obviously, they're really flirting with danger if it was to be taken seriously, but I don't think it's going to affect the game negatively. You know, when, again, I'm going to draw on the analogy and the only one I know. When Magic the Gathering in-person play was peaking, you know, we're talking 60-plus player FNMs, massive draft nights happening in every store all over Sydney, GPs in America having four or 5,000 people on the regular. Magic the Gathering Online was pumping. Mm. The thing that helped destroy Paper Magic was Arena. Arena is a computer game. It wasn't... commercialised online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was different. It wasn't a TCG. It was just basically a computer game. It was a completely different product. Um, it incentivized people not to go into their store where a Magic Gathering Online was basically, for me anyway, it was a testing tool. Mm. I didn't play it religiously every day, not at all. But if I knew there was a big tournament coming up and I wanted to practice a deck or I needed to get some games in before work, things like that, I used it and it was fantastic. Um, And you had a collection online that was actually worth real money. That's a different thing. Flesh and Blood Online obviously can't do that or Talisher it's called now. Um, But yeah, I don't see it as a threat whatsoever to in-store um, play at all. At all, I think it's going to add. I, I don't think they're flirting with danger either. Like there's a user agreement. There's a there's mm. rules on the Flesh and Blood website how to use the marketing <coughs> material and stuff. Like you can you can print your own tunic playmat, a one-on-one. No one stopping you doing that. If you email LSS and ask the question, mm. which I've done, they don't really care if it's a fan made. What I'm saying is, I'm not sure when it comes to I, them I, using I th- the game rules and that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not too sure. No, no. I think the biggest thing. I think the name I always had a gripe with the logo and the name being way too close to Flesh and Blood, which they've changed. Um, but the main thing is, the second they monet, so they've got a patron. You're allowed to support them, but the second they monetize, like, because I asked him, I said, can you maybe make patron only games so that I'm playing with people that are real. <laughs> They're not on like a, a, a dumb account and they roll scabbies and roll a one and they undo. And do you know what I mean? And he said, they can't do that. They don't want to make it where you have to pay to play. I think that that type of stuff and tournaments online, I do not want to see. I don't even like when they do the casual tournaments online. Don't do it. Yep. Just don't do it. Like the, don't offer any incentives, any prizing. Like it should just be a tool. Um, I'm a patron. I'm happy because it unlocks some features that I want to use, but I don't want to see people stay home to play a Talishar.net tournament because they can win anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It did come in, um, you know, I must say I used it a couple of times leading up to Nats or only for about mm. a week and a half or two weeks leading up to Nats and there were two nights that I did decide to stay in and play Talishar instead of going to my LGS only because Nats, because unfortunately it's hard to bloody find a CC armory in Sydney. Okay, literally, it's like we're allergic to them. Um, seriously. So if the stores here aren't willing to uh, support the highest level of competitive play in flesh and blood and they're not in tune with the seasons and gnats and they don't want to rock boats or change things up, you know, they can expect their players that are attending those big events one or two weeks out if they've only got a small amount of free time to play the game, they may choose to, instead of spending six hours to go play three or four rounds in a Blitz Armoury and drive and all the rest of it, to maybe stay at home and play four games of CC. I think that's reasonable. Um, so it's, it's, it is something to consider. What do you think of the Nationals' hole and T.O.? 
In what way? <laughs> I've got some very strong opinions about nationals this year. I think starting with the positive, have you watched rewatched the stream? Uh, yeah, I watched some of my. I watched my. Watched yeah, I think they did a pretty good job. I loved having actual commentators and. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't know what the level of commentary was because I didn't really watch a whole chunk of it, but it was good to see. I wish they'd ask for some help with the setup because that lighting was atrocious. Like It's not hard to fix. Yeah. The glare on the cars. I got messages from friends overseas and they said the commentary was great. That's good. I just mm. wish like some of the some of the cards were literally a white box because the glare was so... Very easy to fix. We fixed it at the first Nationals yeah, yeah. when we did it. But, um, oh, man... Did you have any bad experience? Anything you'd tell would want them to have improved on? The only thing I don't like is that there's lunch breaks. Yes, the I one hour. Hate, so what is even get, one hour? It get. was it was an hour fifteen minutes, I think, because the round would have ended at like quarter two, and then they said yeah. two p.m. I'm like, what for? We had an hour and a half. We got to the pub, had like a full cooked dinner, and came back. It's crazy. Yeah, the the only issue I had as a player was. I, this probably only affected a few of us because of, we were in pot one. Mm. So what happened was they put they said everyone that was an even number gets up and goes yeah. to the next table. But what happened in pod one is that because even numbers will always play an even number. Yes. When it comes to the event, when we're doing our deck our deck checks and all that, my opponent is literally on the other side of the table. Yeah, we all had that, not just pod one. Every every yeah, yeah, table but, had a and pod, then I yeah. brought it up as a problem and then they just said, Oh yeah, but it's different on these tables because like your opponent's here and you're here, but I'm directly in front. Yeah. My first opponent was Joel in, in, in this first pod deck. He's directly in front of me. Like my deck's just on the table here. Nah, that that this was the crazy. weirdest thing. That was the weirdest thing. So yeah, that was the only complaint I had. And I really, you didn't judge. mind playing like elbow to elbow with people? No room for anything oh, on the table. Not, not like the issue with that with me is well, I was in two feature matches at the start. Yeah. So I did round. I was in two feature matches at the start, and then I was always on on the top first table, and there was always a feature match there. So we were always able. You to... You always had some room. Okay, so the, the trick with that yeah. nationals was to win. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can see why people would be frustrated because the first round oh, man, was a like, bit ridiculous. I had, I had an opponent like drop his entire banish zone on the floor which is probably like a match lost or like a penalty right like it's a problem i didn't say anything obviously it was kwan like let him pick it up but there was no room like yeah you like have to write and some oh my life pads were on the combat chain yeah and some some of these some gamers are like big boys you know like it's just not even (laughs) it's not fun yeah, it was no, not definitely fun. Definitely not. Especially because like there was definitely room there. Yeah. Yes. That's the problem. More, well, there, there was, was room tables, in the other room and there was definitely room in the dude, main hall instead of those big round tables. So just literally right. they could have double the tables. We were no lo- we were using three quarters of the space in the main room. Yeah. We could have you know what it was? I'm not gonna say it. They didn't hire enough bloody tables. But that's what it was. That's why you were squeezed in like sardines. One one quarter of the room wasn't even being used because they yep. didn't have enough tables. Look, this is my take. I said this on my video today, if you've caught it. It's easy to point fingers. It's easy to go, ah, oh, LSS gave us this budget or we didn't have enough time when we found out about the last chance qualifier so we ran it 15 hours after announcing it. I find all that shit bullshit. If you're in leadership, you fucking go to Bunnings and get some tables, Right? It's no problem. It shouldn't be a problem. Why th- there's warm iced coffee for sale, like iced coffee in a can that's warm, not refrigerated. Like that's what he was selling 
at the at the front. Like you can't tell me you can't send an employee to Seven Eleven to get some ice, put in an esky, and sell cold drink. You can't. The, the tables more than likely are from the event hall, not hired because of the condition they were in. No tablecloths. So there's only four tablecloths. That means cloths. they didn't know the count of the tables. Well, I, here's what I'm saying. You can point blame, but if you want to run a good event, hmm. you run a good event. There's things you, you do, and there's no way you don't yeah. make enough money to hire a few more tables or, um, you know, and, and uh, um, this happened in New Zealand too. Like, they tried to run a charity auction in the middle of a fucking skirmish, right? The finals of that skirmish... Or was it the battle hardened? Whichever one got played in someone's lounge room because they went over and got kicked out of the event, which is what nearly happened, right, on Sunday. Why? Why do you care about your stupid raffle auction? Like, run the event, no lunch breaks or short lunch breaks. Um, Look, I, the best way to run these things, I believe, I don't know if this happens, but you, you get the judges, like if someone want, needs to go grab food, toilet break, whatever, you go no lunch breaks, but you can go up to a judge and get a 10 minute slip and your match goes 10 minutes overtime in a section of the day. Because most people want to just play through. Mm-hmm. I think you're better playing when you're hungry. You grab a muesli bar from your bag or whatever and you, you buy a chocolate bar if you yeah, need. I got like, snacks with beverage. I bring snacks with me. That, but why, why make the day go for... F- 13 hours doesn't make sense. I, I, could, I, could, I could literally sit here yeah. and uh, give you a dozen or more reasons why uh, that Nationals missed the mark. Why um, don't you? You know, well, okay, let's, <laughs> let's go there. Let's, let's go. But it's more than that. It's more the fact that let, I just want to start high level. I can drill into all the particulars, mm. but it seems to be a recurring theme with TOs in flesh and blood that they just don't know how to run events. I'm sorry, they don't. It's either they're new in the t- in the TO world, they're new in event management, or outright laziness or, or mediocrity. I don't know what it is. It's a mixture. But I played in so many big events in Magic, I'm telling you, and I've never seen such a shit show in the last 12 months I've seen in Flesh and Blood with these events. I'm telling you, I, I could name... Uh, four or five stores around here that ran events five times as big as that better. Um, I can tell you multiple TOs in this country. We had independent TOs, um, you know, that used to run magic events in RSLs and they ran like clockwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolute clockwork. Um, so I don't know what it is. I don't know if LSS needs to outsource, um, get these people to outsource a, an event TO manager. Maybe there's no appetite to be a TO anymore. Maybe the commercials aren't right. I don't have privilege to know what money's going back and forth. So again, I can't well, get too the, critical. I don't know the who's The TO for this what. one made a comment to someone that he's losing money on the event as an excuse for something he said, like for something he was asked for. Man... First of all, if you own a business and you're running an event at a loss, you're a fucking idiot. Just say no. Don't run it. Like, you you do your due diligence. Like, if I owned a business and you gave me a proposition, hey, do you want to partner up and run this event? And I looked at it and I'm losing anywhere more than a cent. I'm going to be like, you know what, buddy? Run your own event. Yeah. Like, my time is worth something, right? Yeah, of course. Now, if you love the game, which I do, I would probably run that event at a loss and use it as a marketing exercise and advertise my singles mm-hmm. and my brand and my shop and advertise to LSS that, like, you know, if it cost you money, you flew in a caster, you did all this stuff for the game, for the love of the game, do that and don't complain about it. But anyone that ever says that line, I'm losing money on this, how? 
You can make money in these events. Of course if you can. If you work hard, he didn't, They you didn't plan. have singles at the oh, event, yeah. Paul. You can make a lot of money. The, the TO, the store, and look, obviously you can find out who they are. It's not the point. Like, it could have been anyone. I don't, I'm, I don't know this TO well enough to make a comment about them. I went to their store. The store is full of singles. Full. To the roof of singles. Where were they? Friends of ours, Sam, Declan, wanted to order singles from that single store and get pick them up at Nationals. They were told no. How can you, how? Like, how are you saying no to business and then losing money on the event? Or how, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. They had the spot, like the table. You could become a vendor, whatever. They wanted to charge for it, which is insane because it's like a 90 person event. Like, you don't charge, you do it so that people can, like, again, you do it for, why have empty vendor tables? They had 10 empty vendor tables. You don't need, for a 90 player event, you need one competent vendor. That's it. Well, they had great vendors. You just need they had one absolutely. competent vendor. By the vendor. way, the vendors were amazing. They had Palms of Gaming, loved their product. They had PCG grading, loved their product. And they had good games. Castle Ray was the only guy that, I think Castle Ray, um, I've dealt with him before. Uh, Michael, great guy, had like a hard to find all that. He had some great stuff, but he also only had a binder of foil majestics and up. Like there wasn't, you couldn't go and buy a play set of something to change your deck for the battle harden. But, yeah. but, but, but that's insane. I had a friend of mine who's never played Flesh and Blood come to buy singles. I said, come to Nats. He came, he had a look around. He's like, great, I'm going to go buy singles from his store because they didn't bring any. That's craziness. Yeah, it's been embarrassing. That, to be that, honest. That specific yeah. case where it's like, you want new places to come in, like this is a good advertisement yeah. for the game in general. Like he's the national championship. Yep. Oh, this is cool. I'm going to start playing the game. He went and talked to the grading people and he did and bought some palms off stuff. But where's the actual car? By the way, the most high profit margin is commons and rares in, a, in an event because you can charge like a dollar a rare. Yeah. Right? Which is normally 10 cents. And you don't have to say sorry about it because yeah. it's still only $9 for someone to buy a playset and they build the deck for the next day. Mm-hmm. No one complains. I don't, I've never heard a player complain about buying overpriced commons or rares. They yeah, just do. Then, to them, it's a return on their investment if they convenient. win the event. They win, if they win the event because of those cards. Like, but it's well. convenient. Someone oh, yeah, lugged definitely. the card. Crazy. Crazy. The price support was mediocre, but also ended up not being a battle hard. And I was like, where's the Winter's Whale playing mats? <laughs> There's none. Well, it wasn't a battle hard. Yeah, it wasn't was a battle hard. That was interesting. Now, here's what I'm saying. And just to be very clear, because I'm sure word will get around because it's a tight-knit community. I don't care if it's LSS's fault or the TO's fault. I don't care. If it's my name on the event, it would have run well. That's how I see it. I would have been yeah. up till four in the morning getting tables. I would have been up at five in the morning going to Bunnings to buy tables and chairs if I had to just make it happen. Mm-hmm. It's on you to make it happen. I would make it happen and invoice LSS if I deemed it that they underprepared me for the event. You know what I mean? Like if if you told me, do this, this is what you're doing and then like as LSS and then I turned up and we're short 20 tables, I'm not waiting for permission. Mm. I'm going to go get the fucking tables and I'm going to send you an invoice. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not talking thousands of dollars here. We're talking, like, petty cash shit, right? Yeah. Multi-million dollar global company can probably understand that you had to do this because even just for, like, hygiene and safety and fight, like, man, imagine if we had to do a fire drill when we're packed like sardines like that, not spread out. Like, you couldn't fucking move. You'd finish your game and you had to, like, carefully maneuver stuff. And even, the like, they had table numbers on but there's no room for table numbers and play mats. So the table numbers end up under the tables during the matches. <laughs> and then you're looking for your table number after and someone's left it on the floor. 
you can't run an event like that. Uh, and another big thing, you know, my, my main sticking point is timings. Timings, oh, yeah. timings, timings. I'm sorry, it's not acceptable to have any sort of major tournament on a weekend, have a player meeting start later than 9 o'clock in the morning. It's crazy. I'm sorry, it's not. With Day one kicked off, I think, at 20 or 25 past 10. I was the, the timer started, I was sideboarding and doing all that at 25 past 10 in the morning. Play meeting should have been at 8.45 and we should have been playing at 9 or 9 play meeting, 9.15 at the latest. You cut the freaking lunch break out, you start at a reasonable hour and instead of getting out the venue at 9 o'clock at night or a quarter to 9 at night, we would have been out of there at 6, 6.30. Yep. Yeah, you know, I had a Last fucking run. decent time. It's crazy. It's like Singapore was a much bigger event. Ran, yeah, we were out. There was daylight. It was like six o'clock. Dude, man, the, the time still a long day. Singapore was a nightmare in the first draft. It took forever. Sure, but the yeah. event ran on yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, I, like because Brendan was like cracking the whip. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they the intro was slow and the draft was slow, but they ran that professionally. Mm-hmm. Like they caught up on time, and yeah. there was no lunch break and. No. Even the venue itself, like those tables were crap. The playmat would hang off towards yeah, you, yeah, but there yeah. was room to sit. There was plenty of room. I don't know. It don't just know. seems like there's no hustle in the TOs. This just doesn't yeah, seem to be... Care, there's no sense of urgency mm. to actually make these things feel like they're meant to be an event. I can tell you right now, I could go to an event management company that's never even heard of a TCG game in their life. They could do it better. And they could do it better than these little small... Because you can give them the measurables. You can go, we need rounds take 55 minutes, so you got an hour and five minutes per round, and they'd calculate, crap, that's a nine-hour day. we got to start at nine to make it And they would get a Gantt chart going of when they need the venue locked in, when they need to have people... or the Like, they would have all that sorted out. It's just event management 101. It's not that bloody complicated. But even like the These, simple stuff that that whole that those toilets are not made for ninety people. I, I, I just oh, I just don't right. Worse, they were yeah, terrible. You know, but like this is stuff that's important. Mm. And and again, before anyone goes, yeah, but the TO said that LSS only gave them so much budget. Bullshit. Give me a budget for an event for ninety people. I'll go have a look at the whole. I'll message LSS and go. You guys are are dreaming. <laughs> we need an extra $2,000. Why? Because I'm not running 90 people through a one cubicle toilet. Not happening. It's not happening. Like, where's the where's the communication? It's like, I don't, I don't know. One thing I want to, Judge Noah's not here, so we'll talk about him. Do you think too much, because the judges play a part in running the event. There's also that. I believe. I think there was a sufficient no, no, no. number of judges. That's not what I'm saying. Do you think, because I've noticed this a little bit, even at bigger events, do you think that TOs are putting a little bit too much work on the judges to run the event instead of them running the yes, event? Yes, I was about to say that. There's, mm-hmm. There seems to be... Because I feel like I yes. see Noah having to deal with these uh, uh, ancillary problems. Mm-hmm. Like, like th- because the TO said that odd table moves to odd number seat. And I asked Noah, he's like, I have no idea why the- we're doing that. But he did it. But then he can't run the event as a judge and run the draft as a judge properly. The judges did a great job. In my mind, or just experience I've had going to tournaments for many years, big tournaments, a, well, a well-run event at that size could have literally had half the amount of judges, 100%, half the amount of judges, but that that uh, those three or four people would switch from being judges into like hands and feet for the TO. Yep. They would be... 
running match slips. They would be setting up tables, moving tables, getting there at f- six in the morning, making sure everything's squared away, doing timekeeping. They would be the ones straight. They would be the ones making sure everything is humming along. Like you said, the judges are there to you know facilitate other issues and things like that. Um, I think they definitely could have got away with half the amount of judges, but they needed more uh, support like staff. Had, wasn't there only like five judges? Yeah, I don't think you needed that many. Yeah, no. I, I don't think you needed five. Or, I think there was like maybe six. Six. I thought there was like six or seven judges. You don't need that many for a 90-player event. Yeah, I don't think nah, so. Not at all. Well, you do when fine. it's two yeah. events and side events running, right? But there wasn't that much of that at the end, like day two. Yeah. With the thing is like, with day two, the battle hardened... Whatever it's started called, so I don't know late. what it is. It started, which I thought was right. it started like two hours after the main event started, and I think it was the the reason was because they wanted people to be able to drop well, and play to, to drop and play it. But in any event, I've played. It doesn't, like, make any it doesn't sense. matter if it's Yu-Gi-Oh or not. You decide the day before the day. Yeah, the main day two event would actually start before day two started mm, for yes. the main event because. You don't get a choice. If you're playing day two, you're playing day two. Correct. That is it. There yeah. is no, you Correct. don't get a choice. It actually starts at nine and then the main event would start at 10. That's how I yeah. usually you know what? see Correct. things. Correct. 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 This is what I think this- I think this it was to maximize profits, but- Yeah, 100%. Yes, yeah. because he won. 100%. But he did that for the- for I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. I'm just saying that's just how I-, I No, you event. saw it yeah. correctly. Originally, the battle high item was meant to start at some one or two o'clock. Yeah. And I, e- I had a long email exchange with the TO about five weeks ago. And I said, this is ridiculous. Heaps of people have booked flights, right, from Sydney or other parts of the country, assuming that your battle hardened was going to start at 9 or 10 in the morning. How are they going to fly home that night if a six or seven round battle hardened starting at 1 or 2 in the afternoon? Not going to happen. Mm -hmm. What, are they going to take an extra day off work and book another night accommodation? And he gave me all these reasons. And I'm sorry, mate. It didn't fly with me at all. It was just all about profit. Then a lot of people must have got on his back about it or something happened or the venue was going to take the keys off him. I don't know. So he pushed the time forward to 11. But it still was silly because you had all these people going, do we play round one or two? Do we drop? Are we live yep. for cash? You don't give people a yeah, choice. You, you know start what happened at round one time. of Battle Hardened? I'm sitting down. My yeah. opponent's Matthew Clark, who's actually on the feature table. I know. Next was... to me has no opponent who's in the... Yeah. Day. And the third table. So there's like, I think there was five or six of us that got buys, which for a competitive event is stupid to have round one buys for five people because the breakers in FAB are already a bit mm. weird, right? But we, we got free wins for mm. nothing because, you, because, you know... Um, I think Matthew Clark ended up top eighting. Yeah. So but he, just he was, if he lost his first round. Yeah, he just went like submarine in the battle hard, which I yeah, thought but, was hilarious. But that shouldn't, let us play our event. Like we yeah. don't, you don't need these free wins at the start. It yeah, doesn't yeah. help anyone's ELO. Like it's not, it's not accurate representation mm-hmm. of what happened. Mm-hmm. All those like six free wins around. And if one. they started the battle hard on time, then the hall would have got packed down in a reasonable hour. Yes. They would have been able to hand back the keys. The judges would have got home earlier. Players would have got home earlier. Like, it's look. This is what I I I think. Again, back to high level because just so everyone's clear, I am personally, and I don't think you are or any of us. I don't. It's not an attack on it. Like it's our nationals. Yeah, it's just an experience. I think a big part of this goes back onto LSS. Like, I think they like. It's not hard to write a minimum requirement for an event we require like square meterage 
size of tables if you really want to get down to it start time end time do you understand what i mean like whether you're allowed to have cc three rounds draft draft when the like singapore was four rounds of cc one draft. do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that i think it's on lss to say more because then you can say mr to you failed but i think if you're a little bit too loose on the requirements and you're letting them choose a little bit too much then some people might cash grab, but other people with no experience will just do their best, which ends up failing. It's not getting vetted because he advertised a battle harden on the no, LSS no, website and it wasn't even a battle harden. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, it's, a, it's not about vetting. You if know. you go like listen, my understanding is if if I'm a if I'm a shop and I get an email from LSS going, Would you like to run our nationals? It's a pretty big pat on the back, right? It's like a big opportunity because one store runs nationals. Everyone gets a skirmish, maybe a pro quest. RTNs are harder to get, callings are much harder to get, and then nationals would be the hardest after a calling or before a calling. Like, it's right up there. What? what That's what? my point. It he, should be LSS going, here's your brief. If you're going to run the event, this is what you need to he, adhere to. Here's a guide. Mm-hmm. No, and, no offense. Why was our Nats given to a store when we, had, we have a TO that's starting to get experience that ran, for the most part, successful calling in Sydney why weren't they given nationals LPG yeah, yeah. you're yeah, assuming they want to run an event no well, they, they do have event organising experience and they do they, they, they ran they, a, they definitely have the most resources they ran a pretty else. good Australian nationals for MTG down in Canberra I was there for two years that was a 600 plus event at the AIS mm-hmm. but do they run in Melbourne bloody who cares where it is they they that, that they should dictate they should come to lss and come to an agreement like yeah i'm I'm sorry it doesn't matter like you shouldn't go to some bloody store in the back of melbourne and go oh here you go you can run our major event i'm sorry it's not good enough but maybe that is a dollar thing that's not good enough no but maybe that is a dollar thing i'd imagine lpg's requirement to run an event is larger like the calling was 300 people right Maybe LPG don't do an event with 90 people without enough. Like, do you understand what I mean? If they're only going to sell 90 tickets. Well, then get creative. Make it a spectacle. Have drafts, on-demand drafts kicking off, you know, know. At, at 9 well, o'clock in the morning. It's not hard to make money when you it's have... It's not hard. By the way, it's not hard to get a lot more than 90 people in the door. Yeah. <laughs> but why? Have winner box, on-demand winner boxes. Why am I turning up? Mm-hmm. If, you know, if, I, if I'm not in nationals, why am I flying from Sydney? What's the reason? That's what I mean. Like, even the price support... Okay, they didn't get a battle hardened. I'd be questioning it, going, no, we want like double battle hardened support. I want to run a blitz battle hardened and a CC. Like, I'd be pushing to make money. If, if I wanted to make money, that's what you'd be pushing. Can I run a skirmish as well? Can we make it a three day event, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You try. Run a cosplay contest. I feel like you could do whatever the fuck you wanted if you presented it correctly. Yeah. Like, why would LSS say no? Actually, and we talked about this. Um, there's stores in the US that are getting so big that when they run like a big event, they get offered a battle hardened. They go turn that into a battle hardened because it was like a 1K event mm. in the US got upgraded by LSS to a battle hardened. Like here's battle hardened support. Like if you're going to get 100 people at your event or 150 people at your event, any store in Sydney could be doing that. Yeah. And of course, LSS would be happy to send prize support if you know you show them a reason. Yeah, look, we can run an event. We can, like, if you're bringing people in the flesh and blood to an event, making people fly in, putting money behind it. I know the US is a bigger place, but having 90 people in your in your hall and then not having singles is, like, the first commercial mistake. Like, 
<laughs> there's at least a couple of thousand dollars profit yeah. in just having singles, right? Because you just charge 50% more because it's at an event and there's your profit for the week or month. Mm-hmm. I was at that venue. That was It's funny. That venue we played at, Nationals, was the last was the venue where I played my last sanctioned tournament of Magic the Gathering. Mm. Okay, it was like a WMCQ double weekend or something down there in Brunswick in, I don't know, 2017 or 18 or whenever it was. Anyway, um, it was run seamlessly. Perfect. Who was the TO? I believe it was um, Good Games. I'd have to double check, but I believe it was. So Good Games, not LPG? Oh, well... I don't no, no, that's I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't. Sure. Uh, either or. You're not okay? sure. Either or. Um, I believe it was them. I don't think it was Games Lab down there. I yep. believe it was one of them. Anyway, run smoothly, no problem. There was so many more people. There must have been double the amount of people in the venue that weekend. Easily. Easily double. Never felt squashed. Never felt everything ran smoothly. Timings, everything. Yeah. So it can be done. Look, for what the it's f- worth... The venue's fine. Yeah. For what it's worth, it was a fucking amazing event. Yeah, like, of course. Like, because the last one with COVID and, and Tasmanian... Was it Tasmania or WA that couldn't even come to the event? Like, I, we met a lot of people. Oh, community's awesome. The games were great. The meta was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. the atmosphere, the community, the camaraderie. The, yep. You know, it was excellent. You Like, I, I, I'm saying all this... Because I know that I just it can want be done better, better next time. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just want better next time. I feel like if you mixed our first nationals where there was a lot of stock and singles, there was three vendors, but that's all they needed. There was a lot of sealed stock. There was every single you can imagine from Blood Rush at the front. They ran auctions. They, you know, you'd walk out at any time and there's people doing deals outside with the vendor, which is good to see a local vendor make some money. Yeah. The hall was big. Mm hmm. The only thing we were missing then is a real streamer, and and this current tier did a phenomenal job streaming it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was pokies at the first one too, which is a bit of a plus. <laughs> yeah, you, that's you, right. I was in like you, a club, it, it, wasn't it? Exactly. That's a good thing where you can get a meal and a beer mm-hmm. in the venue. Oh, and accommodation too. I, w- I just would love some of these events to be in a place where you can stay, like at the event or close enough. I don't know why TO Rudy Hill RSL. Let's make it happen, baby. <laughs> I think <laughs> the Vegas look, of the I, West. I, I honestly, I think definitely part of the blames on LSS. Be they do need to scrutinize this stuff. Like you can't just, especially if you're. Listen, you give a, a nationals to LPG. You give a calling to LPG. They're a big enough company with. There's enough at stake between you and them that no one's going to screw the pooch. You know, no one's going to really ruin it because. Like LPG, the distributor of Flesh and Blood in Australia, they're not going to just ruin the event or do one cash grab, right? But if you're getting a store, like a like you're dealing with an owner of a store to run an event, I feel like one employee from LSS jumping on a plane or them having someone representing LSS on the ground is quite important. I'd be happy to do it, but it's not that hard to send one person, make sure the event runs. Send a judge. Send like someone from LSS to be the head judge at the event, make sure it runs well. But also having that presence, I think changes things. You know what I mean? How was Lil run? In what way? Like, you know, timings, um, you know, all the good. stuff we're talking about. Like, I think it was very good. Was good. Yeah, the way, even the way they ran table the drafts. configurations. Yeah. Like when a table would stuff up, the head judge would keep going. A side judge would go stand at the table, arm raised and do the count for that table. And then the head judge would slow roll a little bit till they caught up. Because uh, there were a lot of interruptions yeah. in Lil, if you remember. Like a lot of tables for whatever reason. 
Um, what I'm what I'm finding confusing, and maybe we'll move topics soon off this this crap. But why are like why are they their rules about this stuff, and then they're not being enforced? Like looking around, like talking during the draft. Like there was a table that stuffed up at Nationals, and suddenly everyone started talking. I'm like, and and no, but some pe- some pods were talking about. Oh, you're on Dromai, right? That kind of conversation. I'm like, uh, my Ooh. conversation. I I started talking during that draft. We were in that draft. You weren't in that draft pod. No, I was. I was in the one. Okay, now. yeah. In the second one, I was just like, oh, because at this point it was like five o'clock. Yes. And I was like, oh my god, it's gonna take like <laughs> fifteen minutes. Yeah. Fuck me, dead. And I'm just dead, just dying, waiting for the draft to happen. Because yeah, I d- I don't know, like. I, I don't say, I don't I mean I don't want to see someone DQ'd for talking, but seriously, the amount of looking around and talking in these drafts is insane. Yeah, my pods were good. My pods were Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it in my, my two pods. That's good. Maybe yeah. you're a be- better pods than I. <laughs> That's a very good possibility. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How did you go at Pro Tour again? <laughs> How'd you go at Nationals? Whoa. <laughs> terrible. Whoa. Absolutely How terrible. How did you go at Nationals, actually? Man, I don't know. So what, what, I thought Jory was going to kick ass. He came off a heater in Lil. I was expecting you to come there and carve some people up with Dawnblade. Yeah, but like, look, Stick uh, it's, it it's easy to blame luck. But oh. honestly, the like, uh, Quan Lee was my round one in CC. Um, schooled me on Dromai. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even close. And then... So who's Quan Lee? Quan is a very accomplished player in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the XP, he's right up there. He plays, I think, with Luke and Lee Fletcher. Okay. You know, four-digit ID. OG, yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very good player. Uh, man, I honestly, I can't remember what my other two matchups, but I I only won one in CC, and then I 0-3'd the draft or something. It's just terrible. Nah, but 0-3'd the draft? What did you draft? Uh, you forced Dromai, didn't you? No, no. Draft one was Fi. I misplayed one match where I should have won. Like I had lethal. No, sorry. I was on Dromai. I was on... Just as I thought. Uh, I didn't force it. I, didn't. I never force. That's that's the thing you... I never force. I will play any one of the three. Fi is just the most rarely open, open. Like it's rare that you get a signal that Fi is open. Mm. If I see like... If I get a heat wave pick two, I'm going Fi. Like I go, okay... I'll go fight because I do think it's the strongest deck or the easiest one to get a good result with. But I'll play whatever comes. But usually Dromai is open. Mm-hmm. Icelander, I think people jump on it when they see, like if you see the chess piece early, you just go, all right, easy because it's such a strong deck, especially with that particular card. Like it's a win con at the yeah, end of the game good. sometimes. Um, but I, I, in my opinion, I don't know, you you. Do you feel like there's a strongest deck in the format or it's nah, it's not that it's, simple? I've said this a few times where three heroes don't work for me mm. in draft because what happens is people will just try their hardest to be the one of the two Dromais or the two Fies or the two Icelanders. So people are going to be like, yep, I'm going to force this Dromai card. And then you get past the pack and it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to take this draw my card. And then all of a sudden the next pack has no draw my cards. And then it's like, oh God, well I'm switching into Iceland. And then all of a sudden it's just a big cluster <laughs> of people switching from fight to, from draw yep. my to Iceland or back and forth. And then the people that are forced fight, it's like, 
I'm just going to keep forcing fire. And then they end up being like, it ends up being like two or three five drafters and they've just been in it since the start and everyone else was flip-flopping and then they just get destroyed by the five players. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, that this is just So shit. a fourth hero would help solve that? Yeah, because, I mean, that way you can easily like, it's easy to read a signal on a fourth hero because it's like, okay, well, I can say open. It's why I like Monarch because you can like say, okay, this pack has one good light card, a f- three good shadow cards and like, you can pass the shadow card, take the nice light card, and then all of a sudden you're still in two heroes. Mm. And then you see, okay, you get past take flight. You're like, oh, I'll take a take flight. And then all of a sudden, like you see, oh, like you know, you know, you see gallantry going. It's like, okay, cool, I'll take that too. Or you can yeah. even stay open a bit more, or take a generic. Yeah, like WTR, a or you can stay open for a while. Yeah, I like the cards like pummel, where it's like, okay, mm. well, this is good in two heroes. Yeah, or razor flex, that's good in two heroes. Yeah, I'm gonna take that, and then. I can switch off it if I have to. Yeah, I feel and like still they tried to do that in Uprising where the generics, it, it's kind of the same. Like the generics are quite good in two of the heroes depending on what you take. Like a Popper's good, an Oasis is good. Yeah. But it's but it doesn't actually leave you open. Op- like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because a lot of people are forcing pick one. Yeah. But also a lot of people seem to be forcing pick one. Like this is actually what I see a lot of is people are looking at a pack going... It's got a blaze headlong, a heat wave, and a like another red ninja card. Yeah. So they go, oh, fight. It's like, no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't force fire on that pack. That pack is send the fire signal clearly. Yeah. And yeah. take the one good dromai card. But I feel like the, I've been caught by it a lot. And not not lately, but I get caught by it a lot where I get a very clear signal, but it's actually there were four really good fire cards mm-hmm. and someone sent three down. And I think yeah, I'm yeah. safe, but you're not. Yeah. Because you missed that one card. Like they took a, I don't know. Or they took a generic to stay open. Yeah. I think I'm at the point now where if I don't see a popper in pack one, I'm just taking a class card. Yeah. And the class card will depend on what the other class cards are. So if there's say a red Aether Hail, I'll, and the rest of the pack is just dog shit Icelander cards. I'm just going to snap it and pass everything else and yep. just be in a safe spot. Yeah. And pass like, the, I remember in the first draft at Nationals, there was Red Dust Up, Red Rake, maybe an Embermore, maybe. And there was just Red Aether Hail and like yeah. a yellow Brain Freeze. And I'm just like, see ya. I'm taking this Aether Hail. And then it's Yeah, so you never touch those really good Dromai cards early. Yeah, no. And then all of a sudden there's four, yes. there's four Dromais yeah. all yes, next yes, to each yes, other. Yeah. And then I'm just like, yeah. see ya. Uh, on, like, look, we could we've argued this on the pod before i think most of the issue with the draft is you have these like fanatical people that force mm-hmm. regardless of what the signals are, they just force yeah and then you have people that are trying to big brain it and if you end up with the wrong combo or you're in the wrong seat yeah you just end up not knowing what the fuck's going on mm-hmm. it's happened to me way too many times i can play all three i'm not stuck on all three but the signals are whack yeah and so far, at every big event I've gone to, including Pro Tour, there were people at the table going, oh, yeah, I've drafted this twice before. I'm like, how are you here? <laughs> like, I don't even feel like it's fair on me if you've only drafted twice. Like, yeah. RTNs was the same. There was a guy literally, he's like, I've played Flesh and Blood twice before. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Who told you to come to this event? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That pod was ruined, man. It was ruined. Yeah, and it gets also ruined by, like, people taking... F- signals badly it's why iceland is the most difficult to actually like go into because people you will like say oh cool i'm gonna take my red aether hail and then people will be like oh 
there's a blue eighth of ice vein in this pack. I'm all in. Like, you know, my money's gonna be crazy. I'm switching right here. Like, blue eighth of ice vein isn't very good. Like, yeah. I guess it's but ice it's vein. It's just blue ice, right? It's, like, That's it's, why. Like, it's, it's not even an ice card. It's like, oh, blue ice vein. Of course I'm gonna take blue ice vein. Or you get past, like, oh my God, there's, this, is, this is like seventh pick and it's like a, a blue ice block two shit card. Yeah. Of some somewhere like the, like the rare that the rare that gives them when you fuse you give them two things yeah. they think that all of a sudden that's a can signal. I, can like, I tell you what? Are you I, serious? This is, this is the hottest Why are you take us all? of the night. You ready? So WTR, welcome or farewell to welcome to Wraith. Remember, I didn't play them, but yeah, sure. Arsenal Pass made a video how to draft welcome Wraith. It's got like six thousand views on it. Everyone drafted the way Arsenal Pass told them to draft. Mm-hmm. Like stay open for the first three to six picks, whatever whatever Hayden uh, and Brendan put up. I disagreed with him. Like that video shit because if everyone does that, then no one knows what the fuck to draft. Do you know what I mean? Like if everyone stays open for three or four picks, yeah. then nothing happens at the table. You can't actually all yeah. like it's you need to know sometimes when to force and when not yeah. to. Like if you see a clear signal like a crippling or something and you go, you know what? Like I could build a deck around this and a couple of other cards. Yeah. You just There's go always the exceptions to bombs. Like if you get blood rush bellow, you're taking that one. Sure. <laughs> But here's what I'm saying about this. Honestly, I haven't seen a lot of good uprising draft content. I think that's actually part of the problem. So from an educational perspective, it's not like you can go and there's a couple of real good thought leaders on the topic telling you, hey, like, this is what the set looks like. You can force, but you should probably force the weaker hero in this in the in the first pack because you send signals, etc. And if you're a second, like I know you're not allowed to communicate to your partner, to the guy sitting next to you, but mm-hmm. you literally need to communicate to them what you're trying to send. So yes, yeah. shuffle the pack. Don't leave the hit on top, but try and forget what you want. <laughs> try, yeah. What can I tell him that he's safe to go? Yeah, yeah, is way more important. But I just haven't seen a lot of good content on it. Because I don't think people actually like Uprising Draft that much. It's no, but I think they'd issue. enjoy it more if people, like, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. in, ideally in a pod, right, you're never sitting next to the same hero. So you get a couple of free picks before you start sharing, right? That's the yeah. logic. And and ideally it's two Dromai, two Icelander, four Fire or yeah. something like that, right? That's how the card pool, that way no one has bobbles and everyone has a decent deck. And, mm-hmm. and the matchup lottery is not as crap because... There's like this double negative where if you have four Icelanders in the pack, it's first of all, four of you have shit decks and you're, you're twice as likely to get an Icelander mirror mm-hmm. than you would be if there were... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. there's only two of you and on opposite ends. You you probably will dodge each other. Yeah. And one of you might lose to a Dromai, but there, but it's it ends up being like you get four Dromais mm-hmm. and then you end up playing two Dromai mirrors because yeah. luck... And then you're going two one with your shit deck because your <laughs> yes. deck was slightly less shit yeah. than their deck. You know, the only round I won at Pro Tour in draft was someone put a um, oh, what's the defense reaction on Icelander called? Sigil permafrost. Sigil permafrost in their arsenal in the Icelander <laughs> mirror. That's how I won my match. My deck was crap. How does but that? But I went how do you, how well. Do you? Well, my first move was scar for a scar. Arsenal pass on turn zero, right? And then so his turn one, he put it in Arsenal thinking I'm probably running some attacks. Like that's that's what he got out of my... F- Insane. I was like the whole game going, what is in his Arsenal? It must be a red spell. And then he wouldn't cast it. And it didn't... Yeah, that's what he had. All right. What was, what's your favorite <laughs> deck uh, set to draft? Monarch. Ian, you like Monarch? I never heard much about Monarch draft. Was it, what? Oh, People that drafted it a lot love it. I, I, yeah. I never had a chance to draft it. I wish I did. 
Yeah, I played Sealed good. twice. It was fun. Yeah, it's good. Can't Is remember that much about it. But ha- having the see, I, I I did draft a bit of tails. I didn't like the 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 three heroes, but also the the double talent. I feel like Monarch is a bit more easy to understand because it's like Shadow Light leaves yeah. you open. So you can go Shadow early, but stay open. Yeah, or you can take like a Red Brandish or a Red Belittle or a Minnowism. And then all, yeah, the, yeah as those are your strong early picks because they're good in everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, just quite I good. did draft a chunk of WTR and that was fun for the same reason. You could really like, there was a lot of things you could do. You could go Warrior with attack actions and you can, you know. Yeah, um, it wasn't, and there was not much chaff in those sets. Like, no. Like, You'd think, oh, yeah, yellow, raging, yellow. yellow Raging Onslaught. Yeah. Yellow Raging Onslaught. Why would I ever take that? But like, no, it's a first pick card in yeah. WTR. It's, it's just like block three, mm. six power. It's a yellow. Turns on Anathos. It's just good, yeah. in, good in a lot of things. And then in Uprising Drive, it's like, it's like, here's my yellow brain freeze. <laughs> Hope <laughs> yeah, you enjoy. The yellow wizard cards are the ones that do my head in the most. Yeah. Especially towards the, like what normally is happening when there's like, you're on pick 10 or 11 is all that's left is yellow wizard Yeah, and card. you just have boxes that are just full of yellow wizard cards. Yes. Like, and just, just have a very poor amount of red. So you could just have like, I think the one of the drafts, uh, it, it was like, there was like six red Icelander cards in the whole box. So, it, and then it was like yellow Aether Hails and Ice Bolts. And well, you know like, what? This Pro is they, terrible. I don't know. You, I don't know if you've heard this. I don't know. If it didn't get publicized much, but... You know they didn't do per box like tables didn't get a box of uprising it because they pre-packed everything. Um, a couple of the top players realized that there's no way what they're seeing is from one box because they've studied like you know they yeah. know what the average is. Like there was a table like eleven invokes, which just shouldn't happen. Yeah, and it seemed like all those pre-packed envelopes were randomized, mm-hmm. which is a terrible, terrible for draft. Yeah, so yeah, tables were just a stupid amount of like way too many <laughs> yeah. blue wizard cards and tables with way too little. They changed it for day two, but a lot of people were complaining day one. Yeah. Man, I got destroyed day one in draft, <laughs> so maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you think there... Would you like to see um, three draft sets a year instead of two? Uh, I don't know. As, as a pro, like, as a, like, you know, a pro player... Would I'm not a pro player. It but says yeah. it on your shirt. You can't deny it. <laughs> yeah, like, would you would you prefer to see three drafts? Do you, do, you, do you find it gets stale? Like, having six months of one set to drafts gets a bit stale? I I mean, if Pro Tour in 2023 is Uprising Draft, that's where it's a bit of a joke because mm. it's just so long. But if, if, if they say, okay, well, the first Pro Tour of a year is all CC or CC Blitz, it's like, yeah. And it doesn't really matter that well, much. Because like you don't have to play draft if you don't have to. Mm. Like it, it doesn't really matter that much. I think moving forward though, probably a lot of these pro tours will have draft in them. Then yeah, you need to have a you need I think you have a you need to have a new draft set for every pro tour slash worlds. Yep. Well the, the, at, so, that, at that rate. So next year's already sorted for that because there's two draft sets next year. And when is the next draftable set? Next year. After the pro Q1. tour. Q one. After the pro tour. When's Pro Tour next uh, year? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's the point. So we yeah, get Dynasty so in November. Mm-hmm. What's, what's So that means there'll be one four months Pro after Tour November. that will have the same set March? twice. What do you mean? Will there be... When will the first Pro Tour be next year? I have no clue. Yeah, I doubt it. I think Worlds will be the last time you play Uprising at a Pro okay. level. Yeah. So, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. But also next year we get two draft sets. We yeah. get. But next year there might be... Uh, well, there will be Worlds and there might be... Uh, 
two pro tours, so one's going to be drafting the same set twice. I don't, I don't see why that matters, though. Pro Tour and Worlds having the same set doesn't matter. Unless they do, like... Because, like, Lil Worlds, and Worlds, Worlds are pretty close together. There's not enough time to learn a whole new set Unless, between. like, the two draft sets next year are play, both played at Worlds. Right. So like, that could be cool. So, like, one, instead of two Uprising this year, it, next year it'll be, like, the first draft set in the first day and the second draft set. In the yeah, that is cool. cool. Yeah, Look, I, I, I like the first idea a lot better, is I don't mind this year having had the Uprising draft twice... Yeah. And then next, like, Dynasty comes out, and then hopefully the next big event is CC, like, constructed only. Yeah. CC Blitz would be, for me, way more interesting yeah. than CC Draft. Yeah. And then switch it. Like, I, I would like that more. Yeah, I think this year they were trying to do WTR Worlds, but at this point probably not going to be possible. because the <laughs> Were they? There, there was an idea that was yeah. floating across, but yeah. Fair. I mean, but the problem is... Was it just because they didn't have enough product or... I, no, there's a lot of WTR out there. I'm not sure. There. The logistics are open. Maybe no, there's a lot of WTR problem, out there. Yeah. The problem is it's not in every store. Like, how do you... Like, think of the stores we play at. They barely draft anyway. Most of them don't have WTR Unlimited on the shelf. You know what I mean? Like, where's that... That's mm. not the culture is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I don't feel like it's good for LSS to be pushing a draft set that's older. Like... Mm-hmm. Monetary, monetary wise, you push the current set. Yeah, yeah. So you excited to play Blitz at Worlds? Yeah, I like Blitz. He's got to make day two to play Blitz. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't everyone make day two? I, I, I think you know. do. Yeah, I think so. Is that how? Or Worlds is there a cut to day two? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's cool. Yeah, I like I like Blitz. So I'm the I'm the first person to say that I actually like that. <laughs> yeah, I like Blitz as well. What, so so what's, what's your thoughts on the matter? Uh, not sure because there's a ban list, but yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens in a Blitz ban list. I think Bry will be Living Legend by by the next ban list scheduled one. So Really? So you don't think they'll be Bry and Worlds? I don't think so. But also that just changes a lot of stuff because Agrodex are just severely underpowered without Rosetta Thorn, which creates an even bigger yes. problem. So they need to... Yeah, Viz wouldn't be nearly as strong. Yeah, no, here. it's unplayable. Yeah. Um, well, so yeah, but, but, but see, all of that I don't think matters. Ah, it will matter for Worlds, but I think... That's the most ex- like yeah. exciting thing about Dynasty is it's got a huge card pool. Yeah. And, you know, they'd be looking at when they designed it, whatever, six months ago, a year ago, when they yeah. were to finalize it, they would have been looking at yeah. Rosetta and other things. And I can't wait to see what they got in there. 270-odd yeah. cards, 200 and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's big It's big as Monarch, basically. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. But I think... Yeah, if the probably gets banned, I think that's a it's it's a bit of an issue. Because of Rosetta, they need to change a lot of. They need to like either unban Ball Lightning to make Agro more playable and stuff like Lexi, or you know make yeah. Viserai playable again by bringing back Blood Sheath. Just because I think you do need some kind of room. Yeah, I think to I make think I'd expect reasonable. that. Though. I think I'd expect because yeah. Viz like Blood Sheath Sen- was like sort ben of designed Sonata, around Sonata, ben right? Sonata unban Blood Sheath, so there's like some different kinds without of without the play. weapon do you think it's not okay to have both unbanned no still too it strong. doesn't matter what weapon you play has that combination is <laughs> ridiculous yeah I, I think some of those viz combos are still ridiculous like me going to 26 turn zeros mm-hmm. and it's not Kano like at least Kano starts on 30 and yeah, he can yeah. off the top just outluck you yeah but I don't know how how viz gets to do that yeah. There's no deck in the game that can put you at 26. None of the aggro decks can put you at 26. Yeah. Like with no arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It it's so stupid. Yeah, but I think it's still... No like tunic, no arsenal. I think it's a... I think Runeblade's like a pivotal part of the game now. So if they... they if 
yeah. And it's all based around Rosetta Thorn, so it's a bit of an issue if they get banned. Yeah. It's just over there that they move away from this this type of design space. Yeah, I think like that they, they really want to move away from the Monarch, Tales of Aria, Everfest block yeah. entirely. And just I think it's it feels like it has. Yeah, I think they're just planning to get rid of Oldham and, and De- Briar as the last two Syndex, Cinedex that yeah. are just too overtuned. I think I think Oldham is going to see bands though in a less powered format. So yep. that's why I think they should when they get banned, it'll be a lot better. I mean, Oldham is way too way too strong in Blitz, but that also speaks for CC. Like Crown is so well, much value in, in a card. I know, yeah. but it's so much value in one card. Yeah, it's but good. <laughs> it's better than good. It's <laughs> like you don't need arcane barrier. You can clean any hand you want. Fucking Arsenal your eye of Affinity and just put it away. Crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty good card. I know, like, it takes a bit of skill to actually abuse it, too. I know, like, if you're pitch stacking and it's very, yeah, very yeah. strong in the hands of someone like you compared to me, like, I just use it. But I if you're really you. planning out your turns, it's insane. Yeah, I believe you can do it, though. Yeah. Oh, I believe like, I have to apply myself. Yeah. It's not a lack of <laughs> intelligence, it's time. Yeah. You got to put reps in that thing. You got to, like, practice remembering pitch stack. Oh, yeah. I'm not good at I don't have time. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to remember your full pitch stack. You just no. need to remember the last, like the last four cards that you put in there. And so you make sure you have like a, yeah, a good, a good, a good hand coming in. It's like synergistic. You don't yeah. have, you don't have to remember every single card. in a, in a row. Talk to me about fab school. People want to know. I, I know, <laughs> but what, what happened? So we talked Jan seven. Okay. That was the announcement for fab school mm-hmm. to start in Feb or whatever. That would have been after nationals. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? doesn't matter really well it matters because i think you're closer now than you were then to doing something about yeah. it yeah uh well at least now i've won something well, it makes it a lot but it wasn't that simple it was also you tried to move to new zealand there were issues there right yeah. like it was uh, it was a bunch of things because we were talking yeah yeah it's just nothing it's just like as long as it happens at some point i've just sold my gold card yeah to fund it. uh streaming setup can, so now that we see what's online, in it on on fluke and box we we already um, opened it yeah, so I'm now we're gonna buy a be able to buy a stream please because like what happens is I was gonna we we we, uh, we got all the marketing assets and all that stuff and then what happened was a computer our computers couldn't really handle my laptop couldn't really handle yep. all, all all the stuff so I'm buying a streaming PC now after winning an event you yep. know there's actually some good on, on me I guess I don't have to be carried by other people and have people call me good by word of mouth. I actually have some kind of credential now. I think the people that know, know that you're one of the best. Like anyone that plays at a high level that's played against, you know you're good. The problem with, like you said, card games is there's variance. Like you can be yeah. the best player in the world and have a bad day and it can sometimes have very little to do with you misplaying and yeah. luck. Yeah. People only care about the person who comes first is, is the, sad, the sad reality of it. And it doesn't Unfortunately, it's not always indicative yeah. of like uh, I think results that People stuff. remember no, that, I think though. I think that'll change long term in yes. FAB. Yeah, Five, six years I, time, I'm it'll be consistency. How, ma- how many top eights have yeah. you got in call-ins? How many top eights in Pro Tools have you got? How many Nats? Went, like that will matter the longer the game yeah. goes on. And For ELO, sure. ELO when it's yeah even updated because it hasn't, which is scary because we had two big events now without an ELO update. So I don't know how it works out ELO, mm-hmm. but that'll be important when it's, you know, people at Worlds will be top 50 ELO, right? As part yeah. of the... So. And, and I think there's a world in which LSS starts up some sort of a pro 
play a club. Not now. Oh, like invitationals, but, right? No, no, like in fo- no, not necessarily like in five years from now. Like again, similar to what Magic had. If you're a pro that has a certain amount of uh, uh, performances at Pro Tours and Worlds, you become a Platinum Pro, which gives you a certain amount of perks, maybe appearance fees, maybe free flights, maybe comp accommodation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and then to hold that... Uh, that tier, that platinum tier, you have to have X amount of results over whatever, a 24-month period, and then there's a gold tier, blah, 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 blah. I can see a world in which um, LSS rolls something out like that, maybe not like for like, but something somewhat similar Mm. where these people that are performing consistently year in, year out do get some sort of recognition um, or some sort of support from LSS. might not happen now, but when there's more money and the game grows and grows and grows, I'm talking about maybe five years or so from now, I could see it happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. It won't take five years. I think if they're going to have that growth, they'll have it soon. I think Uprising helped. I think as a set, it was pretty good. Now people are hyped for this. There's 200 of this Marvel. Well, if there's 200 of it. In the world or something. It's impossible to tell how many of them they'll print because we don't know how big the print run is. But one in 104 cases. I've got to buy more cases. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But so that's not even it. It's the, the design space too, like the dragons and, you know, you're going to have a double class hero. Um, we don't know much about the other one, but I actually think this is this is the thing, right? I think it's Blitz that will grow the game till they have something like PvE or UPF really pushed. Yeah. You still need that. You need a grassroots casual scene like Commander-esque where people like can yeah, play yeah. with low stakes, have fun, learn the game. And if they find that they're pretty good at it or they want to compete, then you have the, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when we're talking about like practicing on Talashar.net and stuff like this, that should always only be the 10 to 5% of people bothering to do that. Yeah, yeah. You want the game to just be fun. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to not have metas where like Starvo exists. Yeah. Because pro players will build around it and unmovables and prism, right? But, for the average casual, like the first time I, I, I died to a stupid Icelander mechanic, like that shit just, that's not the design space to make your game grow. Mm-hmm. Good players will play around it, I know. But yeah. I should be able to, that's the thing, right? I can say I'm a fucking good player now. I play Dory. Mm-hmm. I should be able to play Dory. I don't need to go and win a pro tour, but it's very good that I can go to a pro tour in this meta and yep. do well. Mm-hmm. It's shit when I have to, like my deck is shut out of the game. That that's where they got to be careful, because they you do want like there's some OG OG players like I was at um from the deep, uh Jordan's brother I can't remember his name now. Do you know what his gem ID is? It's like one 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 four. <laughs> that's how early he started playing. <laughs> he plays casually. Mm. You know what I mean? You're not gonna see him on a pro list. Even Jordan. That's he what I mean. Go, even Jordan just goes to one armory a week. That's all he you does. You don't want You'll to never scare see those else. players out. You want them to yeah. be able to turn up to an armory and you, you don't want like Oldham to just be unbeatable. Yeah. yeah. Well, Oldham is one of those decks where it's very, it'd be very frustrating. Yes. For someone. Not without Crown. Really. Without Crown, it's a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a bit like Bravo. It's slower with a couple of big attacks. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, when you give Oldham with Crown, even in Blitz... Like, I mean, you went pretty much undefeated at the team calling. You lost one game. I think yeah. you conceded it before it started kind of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, that shouldn't happen. Like, one deck shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Um, 
Kano's that other deck where in the in the hands of the right person can be very scary, but that's yeah. way more variance than Oldham, like way more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oldham just isn't relying on luck drawing the. Yeah, the, you know. you're, you're really just forcing your opponent to to force them to win the game, whereas you just sit back and don't do anything. In on Oldham, yeah, yeah you I just think make your opponent try to win. Someone showed me like they did a spreadsheet of Oldham and Blitz and Dory and Blitz and how much. Uh, optimal output Dory could have mm. and it was less than half of <laughs> how much damage Oldham can prevent like if yeah. Oldham's going Rampart Crown every turn it's just like triple it was triple the yeah. amount of damage even if I get like four counters and that d- d- didn't matter yeah I remember <laughs> I, I played against Dory at that, that call and mm. I, I won on 31 life yeah <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> what? It was, uh, it was just a Term bit. of Final? No, I no? played Rick Rejuvenates and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I ended up playing a 32 Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's yeah. just ridiculous. But now that crown's gone, it's a bit... Well, it's not... By the way, I don't think it's a winnable matchup for Dory, but you definitely won't end the match on 31 health anymore. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I will hit you a few times. Yeah, yeah. Might get lucky with a twinning blade to get a counter. Yeah. You'll get rid of the counter the second you see a staunch. Yeah, yeah. And that's that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not the matchup for Dory, but I think, like, if you can go all the way back to when you played Fab for the first time, whether it was, like, the, the Ira Blitz decks, mm-hmm. it's interactive. Yeah, yeah. I hope they just stick to some of the grassroots design of the game. Yeah. Drome, I feel, is way more interactive to play against than Prism. Yeah. Great, great shift with Illusionist, I think. Yeah. Because, yes, Drome, I will crap all over your warrior deck but on occasion you'll get like six counters just off the dragons and feel like you were playing the game yeah you know? <laughs> I, I just think that yeah as i said monarch to monarch and tails were just very yes. but they were the, they were big misses i think yeah. just because f- to go from wtr crew mm. that whole block to all right now i'm banishing six cards and playing cards off chain with my banish pile here's my spectra shields where you have yes. to deal with like you're on a clock against me and then you have Tales of Aria, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to attack with all my zero-cost cards from Tunic, attack with this. Yeah. Or it's Oldham where it's like, I'm going to Ice Reactor. You have to play around five time, five different Ice things. Channel like Frigid. Oh, God, I have to sit here and well, calculate all my resources and all this stuff. Whereas before, it was literally just like, Valor, attack. Yeah. And then it's like, hmm, I got his defense reacts. Like, do I just want to take it? Oh, my hand my hand always was going to do this much. And they can't, yes. it, you know... Where it, it, just, it, the game went like these sets are more simple like, even though dragons are complicated no, no, they, that's they're what faced I'm up saying. they're kind of just there Dromai, even Icelander Icelander's not doing Kano things either yeah, like yeah. Icelander's just look if you can get Icelander without an arsenal you you can get tempo back you yeah. know what I mean you gotta like survive till Icelander loses tempo yeah I think power creep just extended way too hard in those sets I yeah. think the game because I think it could it could have been good if like those sets came out maybe in the next maybe 2023 if those sets come out 2023 I think it'd be I'd be I think it'd be I think it'd be all good because people would be like they kind of get the talents they kind of yep there's a little bit of power creep going on that was a big jump from Monarch to Tails yes it was crazy I've never heard it put like that that's yeah not not many people have that take on Monarch I hear it for Tails but that makes sense to me yeah it makes a lot of sense I think from my understanding like and and LSS don't like this is from a direct like talking to James about it um and he said this publicly. It, it was very much that was in the middle of the New Zealand COVID crap mm-hmm. where they couldn't work in the office for a long period of time. And I think their testing suffered. 
as it would like you can yeah. test so much on TTS, but like if if your company culture just at a at a base level is like you all turn up and then you play paper and you're using proxies and you you're writing down notes, yep. it's, it's very difficult. And I believe they like again they've been transparent about it. like that's that's how Starvo made it into the yep. meta and that's how um, Chain existed. Like they, I th- like what I'm trying to say is if they had had the resources and no COVID yep. at the time, mm-hmm. I think those decks and those sets would have been designed a little different. Cause it's not hard to tweak the, the yeah. it's not hard to tweak stuff. Yeah, like like Briar wouldn't have ended up with unlimited embodiments if they tested it thoroughly enough. Yeah. And it's not that they didn't want to test it thoroughly. I think COVID really did a, did a number on them. Like I think they were struggling to survive as a company more than they were focused on, you, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at a high management level. Yeah. And I just think that this creates a snowball effect, right? Yes. Like Monarch comes out and you're just like, yep, cool. This is where we want the direction of the game to go. And then Tails gets released. And then like, it's an adaptation of Monarch, which was a fl- which was just like bad. We'll say it was bad just because of like, obviously like Prism got banned real quick. Chain's gone, yeah. I think. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, let's just like wash these sets out. Ignore yeah. that happened. This, this uprising is mm. the first set where it's like, okay. It feels it's, like- It's a power down. Which is like very it's a power good down from those. It's definitely still a power up yeah, from, yeah, from WTR. Uh, yeah. But when you go literally any of the WTR or Arc heroes into Fire, Droma, or Icelander, yep. those matches are interactive. Yeah, I always said that Chain, Prism, um, Briar, and Ultima, the four Sin decks that just. Yeah, they, they you're right. Because Lexi and, Lexi and Bolton, they're great, but yep. they're not like debilitating. Yeah, so. Yeah. Chain will never lose to a mid-range deck, so don't even think about it. <laughs> yeah, Prism will never lose to a control deck in a mm. million years, so forget about playing a control deck in a Prism meta. Yeah, Briar will just never lose to another regressive deck, so forget about it. Yeah. And then Oldham will just never lose to an aggro deck. Yeah, like you'd have to dedicate so many slots to it. Yeah, and there's Oldham no opening, still, is there? There's no yeah, like no, weakness. It's, it's, that's the problem. Is that like these decks always just had like 100 zero matchups or zero yeah. to 100 matchups, and it was just like that's not where you want decks to be. You want it like decks. To, okay, here's my fate. I'm favored. Let's say I'm favored Dromai. is fine. Oh, I'm favored into Icelander, but you know, I'm only going to win like 57% of the time yep. on average. It's like, okay, that's sweet. That's all good. Yep. But saying, oh, oh, you're, you're Prism? Oh, I'm old him. I'm going to launch. <laughs> like, why? Like, no, no, 100%. That's, that's not, you don't that's win not game that. design. That's just, that. that's just not good yeah, you in don't any way. That. And so, yeah, that, that's is, why I want those decks banned. You know... <sighs> Is there a world though that with Dynasty coming out, the power level of the Uprising heroes is just going to go through the roof? I like, think the support do, to everything isn't there. Yeah, so that's uh, what what did Everfest buff the most? I'd say, I mean, aside from Starvo coming out in Everfest, yeah. Rune Blades got the most out of that, right? Like, like I Revel and stuff. Remember. I know Ranger definitely didn't, but yeah, that's not Ranger a surprise. didn't. I got fatigue shot, but yeah, it's cuts not that cuts whatever. And um, Red Ball was very mediocre. I don't even know what that does. Um, <laughs> Defense reactions can't be played from oh, hand. Oh, d- don't get me wrong. I don't want to know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't want to confuse him. Here he is. Here he is. Um, yeah. But I, I can't remember. I think Reiner got. Yeah, Reiner got, got, got some yeah, stuff. Yeah, Reiner got some but I think Rhino's also another inherently yeah, but like deck. It, was, it was mainly Guardian. Rhino's a Guardian. Ooh, yes. Okay, tell me that. Tell me more about that. Oh. Wait, did you just say Guardian? Uh, no, Rhino. Rhino's yeah. inherently flawed. Yeah, just because that hero power, like you, ha- there's mm. always a cap to how good that deck can be because it's either just unbelievably brokenly oppressive where 
any control deck has no chance. If you intimidate your opponent yeah. every turn nonstop, then like that's not. It's enjoyable. a tight line to walk to. Yeah, keep that, that, yeah, that's why like that deck just should be like oh, just making make a better. You know, more, you know. So I played against one. our um friend Brent Gordon. Shout out to Brent. <laughs> he went eleven one on Reiner mm-hmm. at the team blitz calling. So I played him yesterday. I'm on Dromai. He he triple barraging, right? Was this Blitz? Or? Yeah. Yep. I'm on I'm on Dromai. I went red sigil, sand cover, sand cover, and I died anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 the perfect thing against Rhino is to have instance mm-hmm. where you go, Oh, you thought you caught me, well you can't intim me. Still died. Yeah, yeah. After what's that? Four plus three, uh no, eight plus three, eleven. Yeah. 11, like, heal three, prevent eight, still died. Yeah. (laughs) Like, when that deck goes off, there's nothing like it. Yeah. but It was meant to design to, like, really stunt control decks, but Mm. I think Oldham's just a different level of of control deck where it actually just has the the perfect strength. It has the the perfect card pool to just go... can, but I feel like CC, it's not. In CC, you can just go 10, 10, 10, 9, and it's just like, oh, Fuck off. Like, yeah. aren't you meant to be a control deck that doesn't do anything? <laughs> like, it's yeah, just that's, annoying. That is, that's always been my issue with Oldham is why am I getting Oak and Oldham? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean? love like, that deck. Like, but like, like, why am I getting, like, if it's Bravo and I take 11 to the face, I go, it's it's that guy. Like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? He's got a setup. He's got to have a, a, a seismic. He's got to use Arsenal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, the second, like, that turn before Bravo hits you for 11 and then red pummels you, yeah. he has to eat 20 to the face. Yeah, that's that's when well, that's the problem but with Oldham. But Oldham doesn't have to yeah. eat 20 to the face ever. Oldham gets puts a, a channel lock. lake out, then takes a turn off, and then the next turn kills you with yeah. an oak and old and you discard half your hand. Yeah, like, well, Oldham gets a pass a lot because it's like, oh yeah, but it's like a slower deck. But it's like, no, if you're playing Dory... Or you're playing a ranger deck. That's the same. That's the same <laughs> as Oldham playing against Prism. It's mm. just like, it's that same feeling of just like, I can't do anything. Or right, I'm Dory, you're old him. All right, I'm 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 taking my. Well, lunch you break watched now. my my last match at at Pro Tour. Um, like I had my only two losses in CC were versus Oldham. Yeah, because it's, 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 it's not like, a game. It's, it's just a head, the, they take the, the way, chance. So that's the that guy's Oldham deck is crap. He won't win anything with it. It's like yellow pummels in it. Yeah. Like it's not the way to play Oldham. That's if you. Well, that's your opinion, but do you run yellow pummels? Well, I don't. But that's my opinion. No, no, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> as d- but yes, that is bad. Like you're not leaning into the power of the deck, is what I'm saying. Like if you have yellow pummels in Oldham, you're trying to catch people off guard. Yeah, but it's not going to win against a better Oldham. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's not the best Oldham, like not, but yeah, I still can't beat it. Like it doesn't matter what I do. I think the only way for Dora to beat any Oldham is like a do a like a combo, but that relies on drawing the right cards, drawing your potions early enough to set up. Like it, it's still very yeah. high rolly. And even then they're probably still on 40 life if you're actually like not Yeah, yeah. so you can't have them at four. It's like the way bolt and combo works. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot of damage, but if they're on 40, you don't win the game and you lose all your all yeah. your gas anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we're kind of in a new era of fab now. Like there's a couple of these decks left. Yeah, they'll go. Yeah, but I it's not even just the that battle. they'll go is when there's only a couple of them, not everyone plays them. Like, People yeah. are aware that they can't all play Oldham because Oldham mirrors, like especially early in the day, if you start going to time or something, then mm-hmm. you don't win the day. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like you sure. still need the meta to allow aggro and have some decks that'll beat, like there's decks that'll beat Oldham. Yeah. They have a chance, like Icelander can beat Oldham, even mm-hmm. Kano can beat Oldham. You just have to dodge a couple of bad matchups to get there. Oh yeah. 
Um, how you, you're waiting for bands before you even test for worlds? I mean, I'm still going to play decks like mm. Dromai and Icelander just to, you know, get as many reps as possible. But Against or play As them. them. Okay. But yeah, I, like, oh, I don't see a point in playing much Oldham or Briar until like a band list comes out because I think Briar will get Living Legend. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to win that many nationals. So you generally do that, like play with all the top decks? Yeah. Just to get a feel like, for well, just like a few that I like kind of like enjoy the style of, but... Usually I just play whatever I think is the best. Is that how, you, do you learn the most by playing with your, like decks that you might face rather than playing against them or? Uh, what do you mean? So <laughs> if you, uh, okay, example, if you had, a, if you knew that you were going to play Oldham at, at Worlds mm-hmm. um, and you thought Dromai and Icelander was still hot shit, would you dedicate all your games playing Oldham into them or would you take a bit of time off to play Droma and Icelander? Oh, yeah, I usually to get we, a feel for yeah. it. Yeah, usually we take turns. Okay. Some play Droma and then it gets, the, you know, you'd split switch with your testing partners. Okay. On who's playing what and then, yeah, get a feel for what, what they're trying to do and like what they could, what you can do better as their deck and, you know, who knows, maybe you switch to that deck because you, you think it's better. Yeah. So, so you'd know. advise that to like little timmies out there to play with other decks to get familiar with their lines. It's like, you know, pretty yeah, I think it's important to have a couple of reps in every deck just so you know. Yeah. Like even simple stuff like on Droma, you get to look at someone's hand and banish a card, for instance. Not knowing what card to banish can like, you're yeah. supposed to have an advantage. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you don't even know what a good hand looks like on one of those decks... Yeah, I think or, I learned. I, like I think when you very, very much like when you're very, very new, stick to your deck. Like yeah. stick to a deck. But the minute you got it, you don't have to keep looking at your cards for five minutes to decide on the line. It's time to like literally add an armory. If you have a friend there, switch decks with them. Go. Like I did yeah. that with Brent. I took his Reinar deck. It was the first time I ever played Reinar. Like I played it in draft, but never constructed. It's a good learning experience. Yeah, it's easy to misplay, but then you're like. You start, you can see, you can be like, oh yeah, that's right, barraging, that comes first. That's a yep. good card. Like you, you can see the lines. Yeah. Or you but just want to think about you playing Briar, like you did well with it, but also you, you will never feel nervous sitting against the Briar now. Correct. Because you know exactly what they're trying to do and your decisions become a little easier. Well, that helped me even with our WTR Farewell Draft, mm. playing the heroes in there. I'd never played them before. So yep. it was the first time I played Bravo and Dory. Played Dory quite a few times actually. I'd never played yeah. it before, so it really did help like me you, when it came to you. Blitz. Respect them. You'll you'll have less fear or respect them less because mm. you're like, I know what those cards do. Like if you see someone go Warriors Valor swing with it, you're like, most likely has a pump to make sure Warriors. Like you just know because you've seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's important. I think. Yeah, it's just just got to remind yourself that like, if your friend is playing Icelander and you're playing Dromai. And they've played it like three times. Don't don't expect the results to be indicative of what's actually going to happen in an event. Yes. Someone who's played 500 games of Icelander, mm. which is why I like playing open-handed against people yeah. like that. So like you can both work on like the, the optimal, optimal yes. or just play against yourself mm. on like TTS, load both decks and draw up and play as both people and just like think in an objective sense and don't yes. try and play bias on... Yeah, yeah, who's, just who's better on like? Oh, yeah, I want, well, I, I'm playing my deck, so I want my deck to win. So you're just gonna like intentionally <laughs> misplay as your opponent, yeah. you know? So 
That's another good way of yeah. Playing open handed, I I I know people used to do that in Magic back in the day, and I've heard from the pros over there that was a real good way to test. They did a lot of open hand games because yeah. you're do assuming you, perfect plays. Mm. Yeah. So you you will see what the better deck is if you play enough reps. Yeah, yeah. And you like doing that playing open handed for certain test environments. Yeah, especially when you first start grinding a deck because that way you can actually know, like especially if a list isn't like set in stone. So like Oldham, there's a lot of small variations that the play styles and stuff. But if you're playing like a draw my deck, which no one actually has like the optimal, I don't think it's been solved yet or anything like that. It's like playing open hands. It also helps you like fix problems with like the deck list that you're playing. And like, because if you end up with too many hands where you don't want these cards in hand, you should probably tweak it. Uh, See, draw my is, is very much that deck that is, there's so many choices. They can go, Ravenous and E strikes and every D react in the world, and then yeah. But there's this fine balance you got to find between how to kill Oldham is very different. Like Wizards are easy matchup, but yeah. to kill Oldham you really got to go wide with non phantasm cards. Yeah, like you could play a game, be like, okay, well let's play my Iceland deck, and it's like, okay, here's my Sigil of Frost. You play like five minutes into the game, you're like, fuck, this card sucks, and then you just play a new <laughs> game, you take it out, and you just yeah. try something else. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, then that's how you slowly and that's right. gets into something. You just touched on something I'd, I've been meaning to bring up. Uh, a lot of people saying about like Talishar.net is people like quitting mid-game or something. It's mm-hmm. like, that's really good. Like if you're playing and you can tell like this, this is now a lost cause or my deck isn't working or I sideboarded yeah. wrong, don't play that through. Yeah. If you're testing, I'm saying, yeah. immediately get out of there, fix the deck, I, go back in. I, I think or you people just offer want, a quick rematch. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But like, offer them a rematch. Like I think yeah. people are taking their results on Talishar a little too seriously. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's yeah. a, tu- well, no, it's a, it's but, a tool. But, it's but, a tool. But that's that's Jodrick's fault. He should remove the win stats. Remove yeah. it. Yeah, Don't yeah. show me my win percentage on the deck. That makes me want to get wins, which is the defeats the per- like. It says my win rate is like 67% on Dory. And when I lose a game, I really want to win another one. Yeah. But that means you may not be focusing on actually just making the deck better. Yeah. Or quitting midway to fix and something. If you've only got a limited time, it's time efficient. I was yes. playing against Foo. As soon as we, you know, got to a game point state, in the game yeah. Yeah. where we knew one of us was going to lose, we just boom, next game. Like for and, instance, but you say five, 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, four or five times. That's a lot of time. Yes. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's if you're trying time. to get better at the game, like, by the way, I do this in armories all the time. Like if I'm sitting there and I misplay or something, and I know this ends up in a loss, I just concede. Mm-hmm. It's even for my mental. Like I don't. There's no point in us playing it out. Some people go, "Are oh, you tilted?" It's like, well, I'm annoyed, but it's not at yeah. you, and uh, there's zero reason. Like we'll rematch, sure. Let's do a friendly, but like you've won, it's easy. Yeah. Or I'll win on Dory especially and I'll go, ah, take your card back, block with that one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let's continue as if you didn't misplay. Yeah. And yeah, most of the time I'll- I'll let people take card things back. I couldn't care less. No, no, I'll take the win first. <laughs> oh no. I'll like if I've won, I've won. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like, what, I, what I'm trying to say is I'll have four cards and then they'll block with one and I'll kill them. And I'll go, all right, you should have blocked with two to stay alive. They block yeah, yeah. with two and then we finish the game out. Yeah. Usually at that point, those very small numbers, you'll still win anyway. It's not. But um, I try and learn rather than just win. Like winning on its own, especially online, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, definitely. Especially in favored matchups. Like in a favored matchup, you're not learning too much. You're trying to, you should be focusing on your like optim, optimal lines, not mm-hmm. getting a win, if you know what I mean. For sure. I think I saw a couple of people being like, 
People were like shocking on Dallas.net and just like, yeah. get a fucking life. I man. know, like, I know. Yeah, I miss, I, uh, Sue, I misclicked. Like, who cares? No, it's not like, even let, me, let me rewind and look, I just misclicked the wrong car. Like, yeah. what do you gain from this? It's like not a lot of get times anything I, out of it. The most exactly. thing I'll do, use the undo button for, is missing an arsenal because I've hit space and it lagged and I hit space again. It just gives yeah, me. I, I'm like, come on, game. Yeah, because I remember when I was playing fun games I get kind of got the shits because I was testing out old him yeah. and like in I, I instead of pitching instead of like because I, I just click yes, I yes. click on Winter's bite in my hand and then it would play the card yeah. I'm like what the fuck I don't want to play the yeah. card how do I go back I'm trying I'm trying to attack with the hammer why do I have to attack because yes. like usually when I play these kind of things you just drag the thing to the arsenal mm-hmm. and then attack with the hammer move the Actually, hammer up the combat what? chain That's it was probably just annoying. the better thing for him to do is to program some stuff where it's not clicking on the card, it's dragging it into position because it forces more than it, like a space bar click. Yeah. There's some stuff like an arsenal. It sh- I shouldn't be able to like pass by the arsenal thing like with a space bar. Yeah. Too ma- that, because space bar is also me passing priority before mm-hmm. I can arsenal, which is non-intuitive. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like like what I'm saying is if I've got an attack reaction in hand or it's not an instant and it gives me instant priority because of my chest piece. Yeah, yeah. You just hit space and something. Yeah. Anyway, it's also weird because when you have an instant in hand... Yeah, it's annoying. It, it keeps telling you your opponent you have an instant. I'm like, shut up, game. That's the thing. The best the best sector to play in Tower Online is fire. When it's your opponent's <laughs> turn, all you do is hold the space bar because you're not going to do anything anyway in that turn because you're just going to hit them with your whole now, hand. I'm pretty sure the settings, if you go top right, you can turn off a lot of this stuff. Okay. Yeah, but you I, can. You can turn off priorities. Yeah, but I think sure. they should just follow. I, I think they need the poker online interface where there's a timer. Like you get nine seconds per move mm-hmm. and you can pre- Select so okay, yeah. when it passes prior, you can pre-select no blocks. Okay. Like so, if you're not planning to block, it shouldn't wait till you can block to say I don't want to block. It yeah. should let you in your opponent's turn go pass on all blocks because in poker that really helps move yeah. things along because everyone gets a chance to raise or call or or fold right. But you when it's not your turn, you get to pre-select it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think I know. I was playing against Dash and I held the space bar. And then, because dash, it's like, it's put a yes. count on the chamber. Yeah, they yeah, put yeah. a count on here. And then you can respond to each. And then, like, I just held the space bar because I'm like, oh, what a fucking dealing with this. And then all of a sudden, when I wanted to respond, I had to rewind. And that took another, like, three minutes for it to go back <laughs> to the turn. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is taking forever. Just like, that was my mental note. Don't you, play dash on that website. The fix for it is playing on TTS. If, if you're experienced, yeah, yeah. you can play way quicker on TTS because mm-hmm. you can shortcut everything. Although Talishas taught me some priority windows I wasn't aware of. That's the good thing mm-hmm. about it. Like, especially fucking up with Furnace against Icelander, where you go play a sigil, pitch a red into um into Furnace, but then because you've pitched all those cards, Wizard just kills you because mm-hmm. nothing's resolved. You have no floating mana. You should wait for them to declare. Does it make sense? Like... What, that they've passed priority? Yes, yeah, before yeah. you pitch into Furnace and let that result. Because yeah, yeah. I'll have like, I'll try and big brain them and pitch two reds and then pitch the third into Furnace, float three, have massive attacks and mana for mm-hmm. Arcane Barrier. It's really bad if you do it in the wrong priority. Yeah. While in, in on paper, you're not going to get to take that back at a at a Nationals. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. If, if you're floating, if you did it and they respond to your Furnace and just kill you, 
you had no cards in hand. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's teaching me a little bit of priority windows and it's rules. It's taught me a good. lot. I love yeah. seeing all the lay. I'm a visual person. Makes a lot more sense to me when I see yes, the Yes, when you see it up. on the stack. Yeah. Yes. It's very cool for that. Mm. And maybe there's a way, um, maybe there's a way to tie this into streaming overlay where yeah. you can like a back end of Talishar where you could have a streaming overlay. It's like, this is what the stack looks like. This is what's resolving first and, and have someone pilot it while the real game's going on. Oh, there you go. Maybe I'll do that when I start streaming. Yeah. Talishar I think so. When I- Mansan's been streaming a lot on it. He's getting like heaps of viewers. What's heaps? Oh, like for, for Flesh and Blood, yeah, live. Yeah. And like his videos are hitting a thousand views pretty much a couple of days okay. later. Because, but again, he's entertaining. People love watching him. But I think anyone sitting on like Philip, yourself, Matt, anyone that's like a high level player that people know, if you're sitting there for a couple of hours on a day streaming and talking, like you're teaching me what your thought process is, yeah. not just going like music in the background, click, 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 click. You know what I mean? Because um, I think Brandon from Arsenal Pass used to stream some and it's not watchable because mm-hmm. he'll tank. You can't tank if you're streaming. Yeah. There's no, you don't tank, you talk. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't need to play optimally, just share what you're thinking. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't, like, do you understand what I'm saying? It's oh, not yeah. a spectator sport. Yeah, yeah. So you need to commentate on your own yeah. or get someone to be commentating while you're tank. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, well, but I, you'll be able to see it when I start doing that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. When I open well, tell when. What, like, is that the I plan now? Yeah. I'm going to be start streaming when I get this computer. All right. It's all sorted well, up. I'm, d- I'll, I'm down to help set it up. It's yeah. not too hard. Yeah. So um, there you go. And then I'll be doing Patreon content with awesome. Fab School with Dragon Shield. Awesome. So yeah, and then YouTube content myself. So there you go. It's all going to start happening now. That's Woo. good. Well, you're you're Australian champion. Well, yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess that's if, a good If that's to, what you were waiting on. I guess, I guess it was. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. No, yeah. honestly, man, like legit, like I'm very happy you won. Like mm. I, you, you've got to be one of the hardest workers in the room. I know last nationals, you weren't even working a job. Like you were purely testing and yeah. trying to win. Unfortunately, variance happens yeah, yeah. and you can't always guarantee the win, but now here I am. God, I took, you guys look pretty stupid, huh? <laughs> Having me on replacing Hayden Dale, the hyper elite <laughs> on this week's podcast. You're going to lose yeah. a lot of subscribers. He for that, wasn't for that. replaced. Hey, look, you know Hayden. There's a whole lot of subscribers <laughs> when I reveal, after revealing that one, gosh. <laughs> I think have you reinstated the channel yet for Fab School? Will it be the same channel? It's a, no, it's a it's a new channel. Okay, send yeah. me the link so I can change the links on on my end. Yeah, yeah. it's I'll send it. It's mm. it's been up for a while. It okay, doesn't have videos or subscribers. That's fine, yeah. dude. People used to ask me all the time when it's coming. Like yeah. people want this kind of content. Like it's it, Arsenal Pass is great, but there's always room for more. Like yeah, there's, yeah. you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I said, like Hayden's obviously accomplished. Um, very well spoken, has some good ideas, but he's not always going to be right. He's not yeah. always playing the same. Like, I don't think you guys have ever played the same deck. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. At, a, at an event. Yeah. But that's good. That's what you yeah. need. The whole, like, you don't want everyone agreeing on what the best deck is. That's the whole point. Yeah. I'd love to see. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, with that, I've just got a question. It's been burning. Who is your most formidable opponent in Australia? Who do you sit down to? Uh, you're not saying you think you're going to lose, but you think, geez, this, this is going to be this is going to be a cracking game, and you know this person's going to bring it. Is there one person that stands above the others that when you sit against them, you're like, okay, this is gonna this is going to be a test? Flukenbox, of course. Whoa! I've never beaten you in a game. <laughs> yeah, either <before>. right. <laughs> Actually, have we played a CC game before? 
Yeah, I think I mopped you with Starbo, but that's yeah, 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 Starbo, yeah, yes. But yeah, that's not. Is that, that a pro quest? Really it was a pro quest. I don't right? think it counts though. Starbo, no, no, it's fine. Starbo, Just, Starbo. Like doesn't we haven't see. actually played many matches. Yeah, I think I've versed Hayden two or three times because yeah, like I've, I've never played you in um, constructed. But to be honest, you you've never played a lot of armories. That's yeah, the thing, right? No. Like we'll we'll see other people around you tend to not come to just an armory. Yeah, because it's so far away. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, Darcy was good, but that's, that's that's probably as far as I'd go. Like, that's what I was going to tell Paul. If you're trying to test for nationals, don't go to armories. Like, that's yeah, a waste yeah. of time. Like, I did, like, and I'll play my deck, but mm-hmm. it's not even the skill level. It's the meta's way too tight with six players. Like, that doesn't, it's not a good example. Yeah. Because I'll go to Pro Tour and come 42nd, and then I'll 03 an armory because everyone was on prism yeah, yeah. do you know like it, that yeah. doesn't tell me anything yeah yeah especially now with talshaw online like yes the fact that you have to go out go to the armory wait for people to fuck around deal mm. with the variance before the event starts play random opponents that you don't really want to verse like if my round one opponent is playing azalea i'm not going to learn anything from them but like now because it's an armory i'm just playing it anyway whereas yeah, like, yeah. if someone blows azalea against me and i'm playing oldham like I'm just going to leave because, like, it's just <laughs> playing as a sailor with Oldham or just anything in Oldham is just yes. like a waste of time. So, whatever. And I'm not, at, in Armour, you're pseudo held hostage because, like, you've paid the entry fee. Sure. Kind of just, eh, well, so I'll just watch this guy and destroy him and move on to the next game. Whereas in Tower Online, you, like, you don't have to leave your house. You can probably get, like, eight games in yep. because you got to mop through the games you didn't want to play. The travel time was, you know, your bed to your, your computer table. And then, yeah, yeah it's just way better. Look, no, nothing beats in-person play. Like if, if you had Matt oh, Rogers yeah. and Tarek and you're all living in a house, mm-hmm. a testing house, you'd yeah, never yeah. touch the computer. Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But th- there's going to – and that's why I do – I think there needs to be tools like TTS and Talisha. Yeah. And I, I don't think LSS will go after them for any reason unless they fuck up. But I really actually hope LSS gets behind them like – gives them data, gives them images, pumps that up because it will drastically improve people's ability to play, like skill level, much quicker because you'll have people that, like, let's be really on the nose, people with disability that can't themselves get out, like they need help, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? People that live in remote areas or are traveling for, like, it gets a lot more people that can't physically play, but also... I can play a thousand dollar drone my deck without buying it first. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Is yeah, I want to play Oldham, but I'm not sure I like the playstyle. We'll go play ten rounds and see. And if you love it, you're way more likely to spend a thousand bucks on some cold four legendaries because mm-hmm. you you know you love it. Like yeah, I think you can get you can lose people by them spending money on a deck and then you ban the deck or yeah. you also they don't like it after they buy it especially because friends some friends of mine actually are more incentivized to want to start playing the game because yes. they, they they play other card games mm-hmm. but to them it's like well i invest money in this card game yes so i don't really want to invest money on in a card game i don't know if i'm going to be able to play that often so okay yes. i'm gonna proof of play, concept yeah i'm gonna Try play it. on talishard.net and then if i like this deck i'll buy it talishard.net better I've, refer, I've referred two people yeah, that they better sponsor play. this podcast yeah. the amount of times we've referred to that. i've referred two people that yeah. Do not play Flesh and Blood. Oh, me too. Me and too. they are now playing Talishar because, yep. again, they didn't want to buy new physical cards, yeah, go yeah. to different events but during the week. And now they're talking about actually buying cards, going to events. Because guess what? You get no prizes from Talishar Online. If you think you're good, still going to have to buy a deck and turn up to an event to yep. win anything, right? Yeah, Which is what I like. As long as it stays that way, and I think LSS will never let it go past that, 
is it's a practice tool, recruitment tool. That's why I really hope they get behind it. Like if LSS are happy to push it as a product, like God forbid they put it on their website as a learn to play product. You know what I mean? That'd be f- amazing. Yeah. Because you still, like imagine if at the end of your game on talishow.net, it links you to like find your local event and stuff. You know what I mean? It, like why build it yourself if it exists? Yeah. Uh, how many people played Flesh and Blood that didn't play another card game before? Not many. Mm. Like I'm one a, of them, yeah, but I'm one of them. In a percentage-wise, yes. it's not, it's not going to so happen So most of them very, can jump on and immediately if you force interactions and force mm-hmm. tunic and stuff like that, they'll get a much quicker, better feel of the game. Yeah. Still, I'd much rather they turn up to a Let's Play, but the barrier of entry on a website, like it's a web browser, you don't have to install anything. You just click, get a deck that Nick sent you and play yeah. it. Yeah, you just and don't hopefully to commit. They've watched a video on how, like, you know what I mean? They've watched Fab School video, they've downloaded the link, they just play the deck and they go, you know what? This is a pretty good entry-level competitive deck like Briar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, they're on the trade page going... Yeah, and then all of a sudden... Want to buy like, Spellbound Creepers. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like, you can, like... I'm saying I, I could do this, where it's like, mm. I'm playing this deck. Okay, here's my deck list. I'm going to post the list to TCG Player, which is, like, it's pre... Yes. It's all pre... Filled in. Yeah, and then, like, yeah. the price is already set. It's all from one vendor. Like, I could say I could, I could, I could like, yes. get something, like, done with one of the vendors in America or something. Yeah, 100%. Like, like, Hamol, and say, okay, well, go on the your... Web, on, yeah, on your website... Get all these cards, you know, because that's they're gonna sell bulk that way as well. No, no, that, because yeah. yes, you need all your chaff. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm all for it as long mm-hmm. as, like I said, it doesn't. It can't replace paper magic if you can't buy packs there. You can't win any prizes. Yeah, no armories are run on there. None of that should happen. Nope. Yeah, as long as it's it's a game and it's a TCG only. It's not a, it's not a game. It's not animated. It's not, you know, even the single player bit. Like as long as they don't start doing like missions and all that kind of stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, it's I don't even tool. like avatars. I don't like any of no, that no, crap. Look, for what it is, it just needs to be what it is, better performance, keep fixing bugs. Again, like hopefully LSS sends them cards early enough that they can update it so on release, new cards work in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes them a while, by the way. Like when they get new mechanics, new cards, they have to program them in. Like you can't just heave a card if you never saw it before. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I mean by work together. Like... yeah. It's something, look, I'll bring up when, when we see James at Worlds, it's something I want to ask him about, like off camera or in person, like it's working. People, at, people like the community loves it. You can fight it or you can, like, let's say he hates it. I don't think he does, but let's say he hates it because he really just wants you to play paper. I think it'll bring more people into the game than it'll stop people going to an armory. Yeah. I th- also, It can coexist, no problem. Yeah, the only thing I want in this online teleshot thing is that like a rating a rated mode where like you actually gain elo not elo mm. but like you gain a rating for each win you lose some if you lose yeah and like not not now but like in the future where like this, this, where this site has like thousands of people on it each time and people are like okay i want to join yes. a rated game i think there's a better if, all of a sudden if you're streaming and you're saying yep i'm top 10 on dalashar.net and all of a sudden you're going to get super sure. high quality games constantly i, I think there's a better fix for that because Again, the more you go down that route, I think LSS would have to support that. Yeah, no, but I, no, no, no. I think it's to. easier. I, I know they don't it, need to, but I they think should. it can force you to verify your gem ID and get your rating from that. It can't change your rating on that, but it can go. Oh, Nick Butcher is rank twenty-seven. Yeah. constructed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd rather just like have you start at zero and sure. then work your way up that way. Just like yep, 
because it's also cool content as well, saying like, I'm, I'm going to grind it out. I'm going to yeah. get to top 10 well, in a week. I think that's what competitive CC the button needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Everything else should not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it would be good if you'd like join the ranked ladder. Mm-hmm. It starts. Fi- yeah. fi- yes. But also it's because I don't want you playing against the day one player. Exactly. That's, like, that's, that's actually, reason. it becomes very bad is when you yeah. got like, <laughs> world class players mm-hmm. in the in the low elo lobby. Yeah, no one wins. Well, but man, this this I was thinking about this today. This all becomes a big issue. Like people joining and leaving, people joining, rolling the dice, losing, leaving. Like this is what's hard about game design is human nature. Yeah. See, the minute you add rated, what people will start doing because yes, they want yeah. easy wins is I'll start smurfing and I'll start a new account. It's also like people are also intending to shock you yes. or like any kind of misclick or anything that they're not. Yeah, which is why to. for me, I. But I'd, that's why the system has to actually be like very refined but until that's, when that but happens. No, but that's why I'd like people to have. I'd like to know that that's you, mm-hmm. because you're way less likely to shark or be an idiot or smurf yes. if it's your real account. Yeah, and it's tied to your gem ID where I can. Do you know what I mean? Like if yep. you say something racist in the chat, yep. and it's yep. actually Nick Butcher. Because yep. games online can get toxic. Same as why oh, yeah. Twitter gets toxic. It's because people are hiding behind an alias and there's no responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you don't want, it's nowhere near that, but you don't ever want it to turn into like a toxic thing where oh, yeah. Talisha shit, why? Because like all the pro players join the newbie games to rank yeah. up ELO points. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. that's the last thing you want to see. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. But I think for what it is, it's amazing right now. Oh yeah, definitely. It's definitely what the game needed to mm. get a bit of a boost and get more players in. Oh, but even the fact that you got all the casual players and the pro players, like saying it's amazing mm-hmm. is a sign that mm. it's it, like, it, the, I, I wouldn't say the game needs it, but I think the game needs it to grow yeah. quicker than it has been. Cause yeah. again, barrier of entry, you don't need, yeah. To buy anything. You don't need to crack a single pack. You can play a few games. Yeah. And it's good free advertising. Like top players actually get to get on the internet, play yes. games against people. Because it's so much effort to like get cameras and go to a store, put them <laughs> set up, and then it's yeah. like, oh, here's my real life game that I took two hours to, to get the, to get sorted. Took two hours to play this one game where it's like I just turn on a camera, screen share, and our top players playing against the viewers that yep. they that they that they are watching them, they're playing against other top players, and then it just becomes like a much better environment. And then someone who's used being like, he's streaming flesh and blood. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna watch that guy. I have a I have a an idea for you. Maybe I used you should to say it play off camera. I don't want anyone else to get this idea from I used the, to one play, of the great um, ideas. I don't know if you know what PUBG ideas, is, man. like a uh, players on yeah yeah un- play yeah. unknown battlegrounds. I used to play a very high level. Oh, yeah. The only way to find high level players was in the top 500 discord yeah if you were ranked top 500 you could join the discord because you'd verify yep. and then that's where you would join a team of four mm-hmm. to play right i think that's actually it's like an in-house but what would work for what you're asking for is a uh, get we need to talk to jotrick the guy that does the programming for talishar.net create a a discord bot so you jump in the discord you don't Mm -hmm. jump on talisha you jump in the discord looking for plain oldham it matches you with someone and then you click a link takes you into the lobby okay because that type of matchmaking can be done all through discord which is already where a lot of players congregate yeah it's harder in the talisha lobby itself but see on discord it already knows who you are. Yeah. So then if you go into the Fab School Discord or you go into the Arsenal Pass Discord or you go into your testing Discord, 
you're only pooling from those players. So mm-hmm. what pro players will do is you'll have a pro player Talishar Discord yeah. where I'm not invited because I'm not a pro player, which is fine. But you guys match make privately yep. and it just takes you to your lobby. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, very, yeah. very simple because the lobby system exists. Yeah. The, twi- the, the Discord bot will take him a minute to program yeah, yeah. and it'll just be, you join a room together because also... I think to play properly on Talishad, it's good to have the voice chat. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, dude, I, I didn't, I messed up. and Because you're yeah, communicating, yeah. no one feels like, you know what I mean? Because yeah, in, in paper, oh, yeah, yeah. you're talking. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the solution as mm-hmm. you go. And then, then you have different discords. You have an Aussie one, you have a pro player one, you have a yeah, yeah. testing for Worlds one. And then you have your group of five people on Dragon Shield yeah, yeah. that want to test. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. <laughs> so he dodged the question, by the way. <sighs> Who would you who would you say the best players in Australia are? Um, best like, player. Like, <laughs> it's always I was good. giving him an out to give a couple of names. It's good to always think that you're you're like you're the best. No, no, I, other than you, right yeah, now yeah, you are you the want best. To sit it's next to some, like someone that you play. Like shit. Okay, I've got to play the finals of the Nats. Who's the person that you you don't want to see that you wouldn't want to see? No one. Whoa. <laughs> no, it's no, just it's like, fine. It's like, fine. First of all, like, it's not good to like think anyone's more valuable than another person. It's like, <laughs> yeah, everyone has a chance. Everyone has a chance to win. Like, guy uh, it's very no, nice of you. No, it's just like, I what, think we why, have a very why, like, why make an, like a, you know, sure, a sure. system of, of players that are that good. Like everyone's going to like have their own opinion on who's good and, and who's not. Sure. And who's, 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 who's the two like the best players? People are going to have their own opinions. Like it doesn't really like what I say doesn't really who who I think doesn't really is not we fact. Ju- we it's just want anything. the drama, man. No, it's not yeah. that. But I think you would have some good insights about who who the real you know. You, yeah, I mean, there's like a lot the, of good people. The I guess. usual suspects. Yeah, like people. Everyone always talks about like the the hype names and all that stuff. So it's like. Why? Why repeat what those people say? All right, give like, us give us a dark horse. <laughs> give us some, a name that we may not hear. Someone out of left field, an like, up and comer. Well, the best potential. Well, I think little Ryan Bell. Yeah, the kid, the yeah. youngster. I mean, he lost. He just lost out. Mm. Great. He lost out. In he the, came twelfth or something. Yeah, he lost the last round to Dash and didn't make top card. And I was, you know, he didn't seem that upset. And I just, I was the only. Per- I, probably, I probably was the only person in the world that would ever say to him, being like. Be pissed off. Have the shits. Yeah. Have a sook. You know? You're gonna be that makes you gonna be hungry next time. As long as it don't motivates feel like, you. Don't feel this shit again, you know? Then you it makes you it means you're gonna want to work harder to, to get it next time. And if you just say, Oh yeah, I lost, you know, it's whatever, haha. Like you're just gonna be complacent and it's gonna happen again and again. Whereas if you just like get tilted about it and say, I don't wanna feel like this again, this is shit. I just lost three thousand dollars. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna top next time. I'm gonna do better next time, and this is what I'm gonna do to be better next time. He looked pissed off. Yeah, like he walked off. Which, like you said, yeah, good. It's, Get the shits. You can That's put pressure the, on yourself as yeah. long as you put the energy into being better. Yeah, someone says, "Oh, just shrug it off." You know, it's just a game. Like you freaking shut up to Melbourne. It's not just a game. You've had to win. Like that's <laughs> it. Like it's it's just the reality of it. Yeah, no. Only that, one person can win. Like that's fine. Yeah, but you know that with that with a good mindset like that, like. You know, he's, he played Dory for like the first time I've ever seen him play Dory and lost on the bubble. Mm. And, you know, you have a good mindset. The kid could be a world champion one day. You never know. He could. Like he's still very young. young you he know? matures a bit more, most yeah. definitely. Should we cancel on Hayden next week and have Ryan Bell on instead? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I didn't cancel on Hayden. At the end of the day, you won and you get your moment. 
especially because I, I knew the second you won, you were probably going to be way more motivated and the timing's right for content and stuff. Everyone knows Hayden and he's on Look, next week. You've lost, you've just, I'm just saying you've just lost a whole bunch of subscribers because <laughs> no one with normal cognitive function would ever select me over Hayden Dale in a, a hyper elite like Nick, that any day the of thing the week. Is, That's all I'm saying. Maybe it's how you see yourself, but <laughs> we wanted you and not Hayden today because you just won nationals. <laughs> Always a the reason people, for everything. No, the people would want to talk to you. Also, no, I know. Like, I, I, you know, want to know how many people asked me to be on their podcast? I appreciate you coming. That's right. No one. No one else. <laughs> However, my manager, Tarek Patel, said that people reach out to him to try and yeah. get me on their thing. I was just like, eh. We, 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 One we, of the first time I ever saw you, Nick, was on our Cast Haven podcast <laughs> last year. I freaking loved it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm usually a lot more outgoing than this, but I'm been up since like 4.30 in the morning, so I'm You're also tired. trying to be professional. That's the problem. Well, not really. He's been told <laughs> to behave. <laughs> also, well, that's right, Gus. You, you've been up at the gym 4.30, so have I. And well, also, like, the, 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 I, like, I like having, like, free-flowing space. The, the fact that I have to stand in this Yeah, well, is you also get like, used to it when you do a podcast. Yeah. I like The audio is amazing. I, we, I still got to order the other headset, but if you had the audio on... You'd know how much different it sounds yeah, yeah. when you move around. It's just very good audio, yeah, but yeah. you've got to like mm-hmm. talk into That's it. That's fair. That's your setup. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, but you'll you'll hear it back and you'll be happy because we've done an interview on my couch. The audio was mediocre. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is good shit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, all it's right. All coming together. World exclusive. Nick Butcher. Yep. Australian national champ and content creator coming soon. Yeah, like, probably Look, the next man, couple of weeks. Even. I think I'm trying to get it as quick as possible because like you gotta you gotta like really like feed into the. Yep. Mm-hmm. I saw a Man. bunch of people talking about my deck and all this stuff and talking about me as like, oh, I'm one of the best in the world now. And all of a sudden, before last week, I was like, yep. isn't that Matt Rogers' testing partner? Whoever that is. <laughs> I think, like, here's the thing. Now all of a sudden, I'm one of the best players in the world, you no, sheep. No, no, no. You've always <laughs> been... So so let's, let's get a few things clear. You are one of the best players in the world and you know it and most people that know you know it, right? Just people on the internet may not know it, but that's not the point. Second, you're fucking funny and likable. You may... Like, you streaming can easily become the biggest flesh and blood content creator if you get a schedule and keep it up because yeah. you'll be entertaining and th- when you talk shit, you really talk oh. shit and people love it, but also you're very good. Do you know what I mean? Like Paul and I talk shit and we're not crap players, but we don't have accolades, right? And mm-hmm. we like for the amount of time we play, we do all right, but we're not like, we're not you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think you'll go a long way if you, if you when when I you finally s- do have an accolade exactly that's right what here, I'm saying. This thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my it's point. Heavy trophy. Yeah, and it wasn't in like you know you want you were not in a meta where you were playing a broken deck like you you like Starvo meta when people won with Starvo I feel like they did themselves a disservice. No one's gonna remember a calling winner on Starvo. Do do you know what I yeah. mean? But you played in a pretty open and fair meta. You had matchups you could easily lose. You won matchups you lost two earlier in the day. Yep. Like you won that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you might even defend it and keep it next year. Who knows? There's gonna be some solid competition. You know, yeah. Ryan Bell up and coming. Hundred percent. Oh, even the, even Paul and I. Like we're not. We we're we're starting oh, to get up there. Yeah. Way up there. Hey, like we're, you did way better in the RTN season than I did. I got into Pro Tour on XP, but you actually won your invite to to nationals. It wasn't XP. Oh, okay. I, it was either or. I, no, no, but I know, but we're 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 there. Mm. <laughs> but Australia is also a small pool. I think in the yeah. international scene, that's when like you know, 
Yeah. One last thing, small gripe, is that with the Nationals, I didn't forget to mention, that with the coverage, I know it's hard, but like a lot of people, like with these Nationals and coverage, I think it's going to go for all over the world. It's like storylines are really important. Mm. Like interesting players yes. that are doing well, but people just like, think, oh yeah, he's just get the popular guy. But like I played a guy, I think his name's Jake. He was 6-0. He was the only other 6-0. So he threw at CC, threw at his first Jake draft. Jake rings a bell, yeah. And then he said to him after the event, I didn't even know I was going to play Nationals. He played the LCQ the day before and qualified at the LCQ. Yeah. He just showed up. It's a randomly. crazy story. And then all of a sudden, he's 6-0. He's, he's See, killing is, it at the event. This is positive and then, examples for the TO is yeah. maybe like... It's, it's get not just all our the, TO, all, all over, the, no, no, all no, over but the world, these world coverage. It's not hard when you ask me for a deck list to go, can you also write a little bio? Right. Oh, yeah. And then give it to the streamers. What brought you here today? 100%. Yeah. LCQ. My girlfriend got me into Fab last week. Yeah. Or, or whatever the reason may be. My name's Nick Butcher and I... I, I don't yeah. Know. Or like Ryan Bell. I'm 18, 18 years old. Yeah. You know. That's he was some, probably the youngest player in the room. Yeah. And that's all of a sudden what I mean. he's like, like day two on the bubble. Like, why is that not a feature match? I don't yeah. even know if it was the feature match, but why wasn't it the feature match? Sure. You know? No, no. The little bio thing could be cool with the deck registration. It's a cool idea. Should tell Brendan Healy to do it. Even with a three, four hundred player event, if we're gonna email your deck registration, get a bio from me. Yeah. What's your biggest accolade in Fab? When did you start playing? Tell us a cool thing about yourself. Hundred percent. You know, yeah. it's a cool idea. So. And Nick has all the ideas. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. That's what I want to say on coverage. You know, because there's all different people. There's all different kinds of oh, 100%, people. hundred percent. The story is important, so. and the grudge matches are cool to have too. Yeah. Like when you do get Hayden versus Roy, oh, that yeah. was a cool like. When, what, what what was it? RTN? No. The 1K. The 1K. Yeah. It was cool having the rematch and Roy winning, you know, yeah, down yeah. the... Yeah, there you it's go. It's cool stories. You're yeah. right. So if you do that on a major, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is going to be oh, hype. Be that's how you get more viewers. Because it's like, oh, this is hype. All these different age groups are coming in. Like, who 100%. knows? Maybe someone's 55, 60 years old, grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my grandson into it. Now I'm... You're right. And now I'm I mean, top the, eight of a calling. The girl that won in... um. Uh, Malaysia Malaysia Like everyone's Like one on Reiner yeah. like, Didn't just win on Reiner Also female players Insane Yeah I think she's I saw She was like killing it At yeah, the Singapore corner I think she was sitting Next to me one round And I was <laughs> I was like 4-0 or, or something 5-0 and I'm yeah. just like Damn she's killing on Reiner Some very good female Oh she was on Reiner At Singapore too Yeah I think yeah, I yeah. think so I, I, I definitely saw A, a woman on Reiner at, at Singapore At the top tables mm. It was It was nice. crazy I was like Damn this is killing This is great yeah. Well oh, I'm yeah. looking forward To seeing your content I'm yeah. looking forward to Hopefully jumping in on some streams. Yeah. You're going to stream on the channel on YouTube? On Twitch, probably. On Twi yeah, you've yeah. got to start on Twitch. Yeah, YouTube yeah. takes a while to let you set up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to sign off here. Any last words, Paul? Congrats again, mate. That's yeah, awesome. well deserved. And um, I can't wait to do <laughs> a big workout with you in San Jose, mate. Let's, oh. uh, let's get those reps in and uh, before, yeah. before you... Uh, Hit the world champ. What do you reckon? Yeah, before I win it. Yeah, why <laughs> not? Yeah, all right. I'm down. Awesome. We'll all be right, there guys. supporting you in the flesh and blood. We're going to sign off. All Subscribe right. if you haven't. We're, we're, I think, at like close to 500. I haven't checked in a while because I've been away, but subscribe, like, and we're um, back, baby. We'll see you next we'll, week. We'll see you next week. An episode. All right, guys. <laughs>